you're rating this, I'm late. <laughs> Gee, Mr. Phelps, your mission, should you decide to accept it? Is he saying? No, I, saying that was me. I said, no, duh. <laughs> <laughs> well, nature calls, we answer. Why does nature always call at the beginning of the show? Almost live from across the USA, this is Late Night QRM! Your hosts tonight are Joel, Barry, and Michael, that virtual Uber guy! Tonight, we remember Bob. Joel gets shot up, and Michael gets an iPhone 7. All that and more on Late Night. Cure And now, digitally gathering to watch Goldfinger try out its new studs. Well... There goes that road. Here's Joel, Barry, and Michael! Welcome, everybody, to Late Night QRM, show number 230, 230, 224. Did I, uh, oh. I'm sorry, it's small print. I can't read my own typing. <laughs> 224, from the Monadnock region. <laughs> Where it's starting to get wintry. Well, tomorrow it's going to start getting wintry. <laughs> I'm Barry J. And from the Crotchet Mountain region, also in Monadnock, this is Joel. And tonight I wished I was in Montreal. But uh, if I can't be there, then Bob certainly would approve of me being podcasting here in Studio V. That's right. And even though <laughs> this podcast will probably get out. I'll try to get it out as soon as possible. This podcast is, we will say, this one's dedicated to to Bob Goyetch, who who passed away a week ago um, uh, from a from a heart attack. And uh, and Michael, out of all of us, I guess Michael, you knew him best. Uh, we were kind of acquaintance with him, more friends via podcasting. Although we did get to meet him at. Not last year's, but the, or this year's, but last year's. MMPR, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, very nice. A, a great a, guy. A great guy. A great guy. It was a shock. It was a shock to me. You know, I woke up in the morning and my phone's going nuts. I'm like, what's going on? And somebody had started a, a Facebook message stream. And, of course, I'm I'm looking at it in the middle of it. And I'm like, something happened here. And mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out what was going on or who they were talking about. And I finally kept str- I kept scrolling, 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 scrolling. I'm, and I'm talking about this was probably 8 o'clock in the morning. And I'm scrolling, 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 just trying to get to the top, the beginning of the thing. That's how many people were, were in this message queue and, and actually saying things. I mean, my phone was going off like every 30 seconds, even even more. 
and I finally got up to the top and, and kind of made sense of what was going on. I mean, I was just in shock, you know? Yeah. It was just, just, you know, it's unbelievable. And, uh, and, uh, Michael, I guess, like I said, you, you probably knew him the best out of all of us because you had gone to many podcasting things up there and you actually went out with him to a few things. Um, Amfests, yeah. Yeah. And, yep. <clears throat> and, uh, so, so you got more details about what was going on tonight. Well, I mean, they tried to get the details out to everybody, but yeah, the the chat group definitely was. Uh, if if you had the notifications on, you were getting woken up every thirty seconds, all hours of the day and night. That's uh, how much of effect Bob had on everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the CBC did a, a tribute to him, which was cool. I did share that on uh, FaceTube. <clears throat> And hopefully sometime this weekend I'll sit down and do my thoughts about Bob. I just have I've tried a couple of times, I just haven't been able to do it. Mm. But uh yeah, incredible guy. He's gonna be missed so greatly by many people. But uh I can honestly say I'm a better person for having known him. And uh Yeah. He is one of those yeah. he's he's yeah, he was one of those good guys. I mean uh uh, or as I like to say too, a good human being. I don't know how else. I think that's the best thing you can say about somebody. You are a good, if not a great, human being, and how you treat people, and and just get along in this world. So, and, okay, that's, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, I, I I'm probably gonna say this one's for Bob, but. I know Bob would want us to continue on the way we normally podcast. Um, and, uh, you know, I know when I record the beginning of this thing and I scream QRM, he's, <laughs> he's going to be listening wherever he is now and probably laughing about it, hopefully. <laughs> so, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll try to continue on here and, uh, Again, we're never going to forget Bob, and he'll always be in our thoughts. And, well, hell, any time I podcast, I'll be thinking about him. So, you know. So, let's get going and find out what everybody's beverage of choice is tonight. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink, and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up. And then go drinking once again. All right, Michael, you're first up. Oh, okay. Um, tonight I'm drinking apple cider pressed here locally in Copper Harbor. Actually, pressed in the community park Ooh. in September. Oh. And uh, local apples pressed by the brewmaster himself and his wife. Actually, it's her project. Mm-hmm. And mixing that with just pure cranberry juice because. <laughs> If it was Getting pressed in, you, if it was pressed in September, it's probably got a kick was, by now. <laughs> no, I I froze it right away. Oh. Uh, oh. no. Um, <laughs> getting back to the subject we opened up with, if I if yeah. I had podcasting beverages tonight, I would get absolutely blasted. And mm. as tempting as that is, I don't think my body would be happy with me. And uh, um, I got lots to do tomorrow. So. Mm. 
Okay. I'm sticking with the, the apple cider and cranberry juice, which is incredibly tasty, by the way. Wow. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one. Uh, wow. I'm having a Jiminy Zero, my my standard. Well, somebody has to keep his valid. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jiminy Zero, a little light on the Jiminy. Or no, a little light on the Zero. I'm sorry. Zero. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 and Not it on shows. The Heavily on the Jiminy. <laughs> Joel? <laughs> I, believe it or not, are uh, much like Michael. Uh, just I'm, I'm having iced tea. Homemade sweet tea. Mm. A little lemon. Because, uh, well, I forgot to stop and get podcasting supplies. And, um, well... I, 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 that's pretty much it. <laughs> I just forgot to get <laughs> podcasting supplies. It didn't even dawn on me today. Yeah. Luckily, the house was well supplied. Although, I was looking, and it is starting to dwindle, and I will probably have to go out and get <laughs> podcasting supplies either Holy tomorrow. Holy crap. I just remembered some. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Huh. I got two bottles of Midori and some pineapple juice. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm by, I may be making Pearl Harbors here if I can find the vodka. <laughs> and why is it called a Pearl Harbor? Well, I, you know what? I never was able to find out why. Oh. But I, when I go to pick up Chinese food mm-hmm. um, at the Sampan, I always order uh, a Pearl Harbor, which is traditionally it's vodka uh, Midori, which is melon liqueur and pineapple juice. Hmm. And, uh, but I never did find out why it was called the Pearl Harbor. It's, it's nothing like uh, having anything to do with, uh, getting bombed. That was good, sir. That was so good. I got thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go into our next segment. Days. Of our lives. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. Ah, right. And I guess we already talked, unless, Michael, you want to say anything else, we, we kind of covered the first No, no, we already there. covered that. And okay. As I said, I'm going <clears> to <throat> try to get something separate out uh, yeah. this week. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Joel? Yeah, uh, well, update on... Uh, yeah. Well, see. tell me, it's been a long time. Sorry, people. It's It's been a long time since we... We've podcasted last, so a lot, a lot of these are these guys have been actually been using. Um, 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 God, I'm forgetting the name of it. Uh, yeah, come on, the uh, app, uh, the Twitter. App? No, <sighs> God, you're gonna make Voxer? me look. No, not Foxer. Z- uh, Zencaster. No, not Zencaster. The uh, Slack. <laughs> Oh, oh Slack. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember Slack. I was trying to, I was going, shit, no, uh, Shack, no. 
shellac <laughs> shellac everything but slack <sighs> yeah you guys have been filling this thing up for the past couple of days so um mm-hmm. or a couple weeks almost weeks, actually, a month yeah. probably a, been up close to a month since we podcast sorry people i've been busy at work mm, <sighs> happens and and i've been getting sick too so <laughs> So that happens so, too. So, Joel, please explain to us because nobody knows. Oh, yes. All right. Well, um, well, my hair transplants fell out. No, that's not <laughs> it. Uh, <it's> <laughs> for, for the last, uh, for the, all those seven listeners that we do or don't have, uh, who are or may not have heard, um, I'm uh, I've been out of work on uh, uh, injury. Um, Turns out it's, uh, oh, let's see here, that happened the 30th of June, um, where I have two herniated discs and two bulge discs, discs in my back. <laughs> two, what did you say? Discs. Uh, discs. <laughs> okay. Two bulge Bulging discs. That's right. <laughs> in my back. Uh, so that will require a surgical uh, intervention. For now, your uh, two bulged what? <laughs> If discs. I'm sorry. <laughs> Michael, can you tell who's actually having booze tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. Okay, calm down. <laughs> so, that being said, it's been a, uh, a, a roller coaster ride of uh, physical therapy, medications, uh, um, Rest, and then the latest was two weeks ago. Yeah, yes, it was uh, the first of what was going to be potentially three procedures, but it's now changed. Um, where I, they kind of, the surgeons and so forth were going to go in and do nine uh, injections in the spine at one of the two worst sites to see what effect it had. Mm-hmm. They stab you with nine needles and shove them into your spine to the discs and then the vertebrae and um, all that. I mean, and it's absolutely, it's, it sounds like it's so much fun. I mean, it's everything it's cracked out to be. I'm sure it'll be the latest rage uh, come 2017 because my wife heard me swearing at the surgeon because you're awake for it. Mm-hmm. Two rooms away. And he took that first needle and said, okay, we're going to go in and and I, yeah, I probably. Uh, I just hope there was no young ears in the <laughs> room because I dropped a litany of M and Fers with a few GDs and uh, I think I even made up a few words. And that's when he said, "Well, this is to numb it." I said, "To numb fucking what?" He just bam, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" You know, and um, so we I got all the injections done. Then they take you kind of into a recovery area. Then someone has to drive you home. Obviously, th- not normally, you know, and thankfully, it was my, my beautiful bride was there. And she looked at me when I came out of the little recovery area and she said, um, You're white as a ghost. Now, for the seven listeners who I haven't met or don't know me, I have a tan and smack that middle of <laughs> January mm-hmm. genetics. But um, yeah, and my. <laughs> So uh, we thought, okay, fingers crossed, these things are going to work. It'll help isolate things. Maybe it'll actually help heal, pr- promote healing, <sighs> yada, yada, yada. Well, they lasted exactly three days. Three days, and I was worse 
than I was really? when I went. Yeah. Oh. So, but you have to wait two weeks because they say the effects can take up to two weeks to see if it has a positive effect or no effect or what have you. I knew by day four. So two weeks passed, went for my follow-up appointment where the uh, surgeon, who's a great guy, said to me, well, I told him what was going on. He goes, she, and the first word that it was off, shit. That eh. didn't work. I'm like, no, I'm worse. And he said, well, we could try this, the, the, the pre-thought second procedure where we're going to come in at a different angle with these new medications and stab you in the spine. And my wife said, absolutely unequivocally, no effing way are we going to be playing games with squirt and juice in. He needs the surgery. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, um, I'm, I'm thinking that myself. So yeah. it was, he has to consult with the other surgeon. The first one that I saw that uh, your wonderful bride uh, recommended. Mm-hmm. And he's not back from vacation until Tuesday. Okay. And in which case, then I get the, they told me to call the office on Wednesday, go in for this pre surgical consult, get mm-hmm. a date, and then they do the cutting. And then the important thing that they have to do, hopefully, well, I think they are, they're, they're pretty uh, good at doing this. Not only do they have to help you medically and to heal you, but then they also have to be, um, a um, a word pro person um, to actually do the documentation that the insurance company will say, okay, you can do that. I'm yeah. sure that's why they want to do shots more because they have to convince yes. the insurance company that, you know, beyond well, any doubt that right, you well, that, need the surgery. Exactly. And that's why we had to go through this first round with shots. Yeah. But we don't need the second run because it's already proven that the shots don't work. Right. Whatever they injected in there doesn't do the trick. But right. the way it, it's it sounds yeah. ludicrous, but it's an insurance. You know how insurance companies oh, work. Yeah. You have to start with the cheapest mm-hmm. possible solution and work your way up to the most expensive. Which that's pretty. You have to you have to go through those steps. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. So uh, Wednesday I'll find out. Uh, get my. A, a date for the pre-surgical consult and um, go from there. Wow. You know, then after once that's all said and done and they're done the cutting and yada, 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 then it's uh, anywhere between three to six weeks hmm. for recovery. Yeah. So that probably puts me somewhere around the, the, the mid third week of January. If, the, if, if they can do the surgery right away. Right, exactly. They may not. They may not be able to schedule the surgery until January. Yeah, and if that's the case, yeah. I keep popping medication that they yeah. keep prescribing, like a Pez dispenser. I know, I know, but uh, which sucks. Yeah, it would be better if they could get you in December oh, for insurance purposes too. By the way, well, uh, yeah, yeah. And there's, <laughs> well, there's that, and it's yeah. just a question of uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you mean you've been dealing with this for um, months I'm so, now? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the five months worth of this, and it's you know. Yeah. Uh, See, so you get stir crazy. I passed stir crazy a month ago. Yeah. And I'm tired of just hurting, you know. Yep. Exactly. But hey, it is what it is. We'll take it the next step, yep. and then uh, go from there. Hopefully, they can do a speedy, uh, speedy operation and get you going here. Yeah. So, okay. Well, speaking of medical things, I had, uh, how can we delicately say this? I had a procedure done that, uh, 
men over 50 get every 10 years, although this is my third one. Um, you got neutered? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, might as well have been. No. <laughs> um, you know, it's the one where you, uh, the day before, you can't eat anything but Jello, and oh, yes, and that yes. that the night before is, um, oh, it's just, uh, it's just a fun thing altogether. You know, you just get all <laughs> your reading sucks. material, your yep, portable you clean house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clean house. <laughs> clean, clean house. Make sure all the every electronic uh, doodad that you could, let's say, sit on a chair with and uh, want to fiddle around with. You want to make sure all the batteries are charged. Up. Yep, yep. Or get at least have an extension cord in there so you can plug the charger in. And uh, <laughs> fifteen amp extension cord with a gang plug outlet on the other end. I remember I remember the first time I had one of these done. It was pre all these portable things. And um yeah, you went in with a stack of magazines and maybe a couple of books. You know. But uh yeah, I've got to say it's a lot easier going now with with all these devices cuz you know, you can watch a movie, television shows, catch up on podcasts, do a little reading, you know. It makes things a lot easier. Do, do your taxes. Yes. You know, a little... <laughs> Earn a four-year degree. Uh... <laughs> Work on my doctorate. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was fun. And, of course, me being a type 1 diabetic the day before when you're not supposed to eat anything is always a challenge. Uh, so my wife is like, uh, "Oh, I'll get you the diet-free Jello." I said, "No, get the sugar Jello because I'm going to be sitting here, probably, literally sitting here, uh, trying to <laughs> trying to uh, keep that blood sugar up." <laughs> and 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 actually, overnight, I turned my pump off. I didn't even do a basil because you know I got I kept going low and low, and I said, "You know what?" I don't need any insulin in me because I ain't got anything going on here, uh, food-wise. And I know you still need insulin to continue, but I was at such a low period that I said, you know, I had to get up early. My procedure was scheduled for seven o'clock, and uh, oh, thank God for that, as opposed to four thirty in the yeah. afternoon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so. Um, yeah, I just turned it off. And, of course, when I got there, um, we looked at my blood sugar, and it was like 300. And I said, you know what? Rather have it high than too low. And and the doctor said, well, that's a little too high, but I agree with you. Um, that day, not a problem. You know, they had me scheduled for a half hour. They they hit me up with the, the sleep juice. Yep. And uh, they said, well, you may not go totally out on this. You'll probably go out at first, and then you may wake up. I'll, I'll keep monitoring you. But uh, And uh, so they, they gave me the sleep juice, and, you know, I went out. But then I remember waking up, and they were talking, and we were still in there. And I had a, <laughs> I had a kind of a burning sensation in one part of my body. Um, and, but... <laughs> Yeah, I was so doped up, I didn't give a fuck, you know? Why do I have this sensation like a fire hose is up my ass right now? 
I, I, I don't know how this goes, but apparently <clears throat> that may be the only place you actually have feelings. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> well, if someone actually didn't talk nice or whisper in your ear, I mean, your yeah. feelings could be hurt before that. <laughs> my, my boss told me when he heard me, he was going in there. He, he says, well, remember, if you ask your boss was there? No, my boss <laughs> told me. <laughs> oh my God, your boss told me. close friends at all. <laughs> Hug my hand. A few boundaries. <laughs> no, he said if if you ask them where you want where 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 they want you to put your clothes and the doctor says oh just over there next to mine run yeah but, uh, <laughs> but uh um but uh, so everything went, too. <laughs> everything went smoothly um they did find a couple things they took out uh you probably know what those are we'll go in right, details yeah. and they're sent off to the lab to investigate and uh, but the doctor didn't seem like he was too concerned about it. So, um, and well, I'm not hearing for a Plymouth. I'm not worried about. It. <laughs> so, so they put me back in the recovery room, and of course, I'm already awake and talking to them. And and they said, "Wow, you're coming out of that pretty quick." Well, I've been out for the past, you know, <laughs> coming out of it for the past half hour, practically. Right. So, um, you know, I was I was out. Let's see. Seven o'clock. I went in. Seven thirty. They finished having fun, and I was dressed and ready to go home at eight o'clock. Wow. Yeah. So, and Anne Marie, Marie had gone out to get some breakfast while I was there, and, <laughs> and I said, "She goes, well, you want me to get your wife?" I said, "Yeah, she's there. I don't think she's probably back from getting breakfast yet." <laughs> But now she was there, so she was surprised. I was up and walking around. She goes, "You need help getting me?" I said, "No, I'm fine. I mean, I'm a little tired, but you know, yeah. I'm there's no dizziness." Really hungry, or I like bet that. too. I, yeah, hungry, hungry. Yeah, she she had bought a couple of uh, uh, pastries from a Peterborough um, pastry shop, and I had a, a nice big fat cinnamon roll. Uh, with icing all over it, and that was gone before we got out of Peterborough. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and the rest of the day, I just stayed home and, you know, took cat naps and, well, you know, made bodily function noises because <laughs> they pump you up full of gas, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Let's just say you weren't burping a lot. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, it's a fair, fair assumption. But seriously, this is my third one, and it didn't even phase me. And like I said, the worst time of this whole thing is the day before. <laughs> it really is. There's nothing to the actual procedure. So if anybody that's never had one yet, like I said, don't worry about it. I mean, nothing. Uh, it's, there's nothing to it. Uh, you, you men out there that have to go through these things. Actually, a lot of women have to go through it, too, now, I guess. Uh, so anyway, so that's uh, that was my uh, <laughs> news, I guess. <laughs> um, so we'll go on to Michael now. <laughs> From the okay. procedure to Studio V. <laughs> yeah, something 
pretty important here. The, the announcement that I had talked oh, about earlier okay. has just come out. Yeah. And uh, they have announced a PAB reunion. Oh, wow. It's going to be a PAB reunion cruise. Huh. Saturday, May 27th in Kingston. So not terribly far from you guys. Hmm. Hell of a long ways from here, but <laughs> you know, given a little notice, I can deal with that. Yeah. And uh, I'll forward the link to you guys as soon okay. as I can after the show. But uh, basically, it's uh, it's a one-evening reunion. I'm sure a lot's going to happen over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, and any money above and beyond cost goes to uh, Bob's son's uh, college fund. Right. So right, I think this is a great, 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 great thing. Yeah. Yes. Very good. And... By the time you hear this, yeah, I mean, it's, everybody's going to know about it anyhow. Right? Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> by the time you hear this, it'll be over. Uh, uh, no, no, I hope not. No. <laughs> That's May, man, May. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Show notes, Mike. Concentrate. <laughs> Stay on target. Um, well, I wasn't on target. Anyhow, uh, yeah, work on Studio V has finally started today, almost two months late, but that's... Holy clip! Yeah, that's 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 not my uh, my uh, general contractor's fault. Uh, the the job he had before, uh, they kept finding other things they wanted him to do. Which yeah, work is good. Yes. He's like you know, um, you know, I like I don't mind, Dan. You know, cripe, work is work. That's good, and you know, we've got no schedule here, and and everything here is inside work. So you know, mm-hmm. once winter's and it's in, this is an ideal yeah. side job. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Um, Friday, we got the uh, delivery of the lumber for all the uh, walls that were going up, and and uh, Dan and I carried that stuff upstairs, and just in time actually because uh, I had uh, the first time, uh, well not the first time, but first time with the new battery able to back the tractor out of the garage, so we had room to carry lumber in. Wow. Oh, face that's that comes down further down the line. Oh, I did this did a spoiler. Oh man, wait till you get the line. I can hardly wait. Um, yeah, but uh, anyhow, as he's uh, kind of, I, I had stuff to do for uh, the Calumet High School band today. We had another fundraiser, so I was, you know, before I left, we kind of went over things, and uh, and I was late anyhow because as I was getting things cleaned up last night, we had a wicked storm come through here, and the power was out for eleven hours. Ah. And I really decided I didn't want to clean the upstairs of the garage by. Uh, uh, by <laughs> candlelight. Candlelight, yeah. Well, and I actually had a headset uh, or a, a okay. head-mounted uh, LED light that's really bright. But we're looking at the floor, and he goes, you know, I was thinking that this was differences in carpeting, but I don't think so. And then we looked at one end of the attic and then the other. You know, Chris, we'd been sorting through everything that had been up there that we brought up from the farm mm-hmm. and couldn't throw it all out at once. So what wound up happening is everything from the side of the attic where my office is going to be got sorted and everything got stacked at the other end of the garage. Uh Uh-huh. So then we went downstairs and we looked at the beam on Uh the back of the garage. Uh Uh-huh. And there is a pronounced sag about three inches down at the center of it from all the weight that got stacked on the other end. So so that all the floor joists that used to come and meet, you know, in parallel mm-hmm. uh, that joist are now uh tilted down by about Uh-oh. three quarters of an inch Uh-oh. so uh 
we looked at that and I said, how serious is this? And he's, well, you know, we probably want to jack this back up before I go framing walls above it. Otherwise, when we do jack it up, everything's going to go creep. Yeah. And, uh, you need a post or well, support in there. For well, me? start for start with, uh, uh, he called up the lumber yard that he gets his supplies from. I said, uh, mm-hmm. well, they're open till noon. You're heading to town. Anyhow. And I said, yes, I am. So I got a, uh, a basement floor jack, mm-hmm. you know, standard circular mm-hmm. you know, post mm-hmm. with pins and screw jack on it. And for now, we're just going to uh, put that right under the center where all the excitement's happening and slowly jack it back up. Uh, you don't want to do it too fast. Um, all right. What has actually bent is, remember that hand-hued beam mm-hmm. that the guy this place had made? Yeah. yeah. That's what has bent. Because it's 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 made out of one log, but it's it, you know, all the grain is in one direction. You're in one direction. Yeah. Is that you normally want to nail different boards with grains in different directions to complement strength? Right. Well, so, could, you could put a sister joist in, right? If you want. Yeah, I can. Either. Further down the line, we will we'll we'll do something like that probably. But for now, uh, I I've actually thought about adding a wall around that one workbench and turning that into another shop i got you know you know how much room i got down there yeah. oh yeah so for the time being um uh, 45 dollars at the local lumber yard i got a um 18,000 ton 18,000 pound excuse me 18,000 pound floor jack oh wow that uh we will put under there we'll slowly jack it up he's actually going to be back nine o'clock tomorrow morning we're going to jack that thing up and get everything level upstairs again so you can put in the other wall for Chris's office. You saw yeah. the, I sent you a picture of the framed and studded wall already Yeah, for my office. And uh, he's going to get the other wall framed in tomorrow. And uh, uh, under Michigan code, since I'm doing this for uh, home renovation, it's my own stuff, I can wire the place myself legally. <coughs> Oh wow! Since I know how to do that. That saves yeah. a lot of time and money. Well, saves a lot of money. I don't know about time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he'll have everything framed in before uh, uh, Thanksgiving, and I'll put all the wiring in, and uh, then we'll put all the insulation in, and then we'll start drywalling. Wow. So, yeah, it's moving ahead. Cool. What are you guys doing for heat up there? Because I know in the room you're currently in, you use the uh, stove you got there, right? Well, you don't have a stove in there. You had the- No, no, I, uh, the, the uh, wood stove is gone. Yeah. Uh, I still have the pipe there. I don't want to lose, yeah. lose that up. Because uh, uh, a wood stove uh, chimney is actually kind of a work of art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think you might want to use it again, you want to keep it there because there's a lot of work involved in properly insulating that and uh, the, the fire protection and everything. But, no, actually, I'm going to be switching over to vented propane heaters. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Places involved here. Mm-hmm. And eventually even the downstairs is going to get insulated other than yeah. the room that I'm in. Uh, right. The whole place will just turn in, you know, to a regular heated building. But, uh, yeah, in order to kind of keep a handle on uh, uh, the long term, and, again, uh, the way this building's set up, I can add it later, and it's not a big deal. Uh, long term, I'm going to put a wood-fired boiler out back and oh, just go wow. out and through everything. And that's something I have a lot of experience in. But short term, I can throw three uh, vented propane heaters in pretty quick. Hmm. Uh, and we're going to want to do that as soon as we get the drywall up before we uh, tape. I'll throw one of those things in so that we can yeah. heat the room, you know, when we're having the mud dry. Right. After. Yeah. 
finishing oh, everything. So I'll have to put those pots in. I see in the old days, well, the old days, I don't know, they still do this. I remember when they were building houses, when I, we lived down in Virginia, and it was winter time. You'd see these flickering lights, and they had these pots in, because in, there's no heat in the ha- rooms or the houses yet that they're building, but they got to keep them warm for the for the mud. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, Wow. That's cool. That's really neat. Very much so. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. So it's moving along. Yeah. Finally. Cool. And you got the next story, too. Um. Oh, yeah. So I made reference to that. Uh, we knew it was coming. And uh, <clears throat> what? It was the, the Wicked Storm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Wicked Storm. Yes. The wicked Storm. Sound effect. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Oh, I don't have that, but I do have, I do have this. Bread, milk, and toilet paper! Bread, milk, and toilet paper! <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was the impetus of, well, there a lot of things got me really moving on uh, the mechanical side this week, but uh, to getting the one project I'll talk about in uh, Bottom Gear, and uh, also, uh, I thought, you know, this would be a really good time to move the Honda back into <laughs> its winter location. <laughs> and uh, uh, so I got that moved into place. I still have uh, the Beast out there, so I have a generator and I have a backup generator. Nice. But uh, they do have different connectors. Uh, the Beast actually has a um, L1420, which is a 20-amp connector on it, mm-hmm. and the Honda has a 30. So I thought, you know, I just... And, and I had been moving connectors back and forth, which I don't like doing anyhow. So um, I built the shoreline for the Honda that's dedicated to the Honda yesterday because uh, I had taken the one that was for the Honda changed it over to the Beast. And I thought, you know, I need shorelines for both of these, and I have a feeling I'm going to need it sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Now, I was thinking today, not last night... <laughs> but I had it all. I had I had it tested and I had it ready to go. Um, and the the other thing that was going on last night was that there was a uh, a coordinated time, uh, a Bob coordinated time. Coordinated, uh, yeah. Stumbling yeah. over my words. Now. You're all going to meet Bob at the same time on a toast. On a yes. toast. Yeah. We were going to toast Bob at nine o'clock last night. Well, we did toast Bob at nine o'clock last night. So I figured, well, I'm going to keep myself busy and I'm listening to Bob and AJ podcasts and I have somehow I have a need for Kleenex boxes nearby wherever I'm going. And, uh, I'm hauling stuff downstairs and I've got this big tube that's got, uh, um, the runners in it for the, there were spare pieces of the suspended ceiling from my office upstairs. Uh-huh. And this tube hits the light switch. Just, just grazes it as I'm coming down the stairs, and the entire garage goes dark. And I'm like, what the hell? Did I just churn <clears> something <throat> out? And I also realized, nope, power just went out. Oh, <laughs> Coordinated it. And it's, and it's already after sunset, so it's just pitch dark now. And I'm like, okay. And I pull out the iPhone and turn on the three LEDs on it and walk everything down and go and grab the headset. And I wait a couple seconds, and I realize, nope, power's not coming back on. So, get back in the Jeep, drive back to the house. Mark already has the generator going, and he's back at his gaming computer. And I'm like, yep, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sitting at the house, and I had planned to go in the town, but you know, because I, I have absolutely no liquor at the house right now, uh, beer, wine, nothing. And everything's, you know, I'm 
not the, the I'm sorry, I'm tripping over my words here. Um, some of us have generators, some don't. The only place in town, other than the township hall that has a generator, well, in the fire hall, uh, is the Gaslight General Store, where yeah. they keep telling me you're going to be able to order generals. I'm going to keep following <laughs> that. <laughs> that remains um, to be seen. Yeah. And I go down to the Mariner North, and you cannot see, there's not a light to be seen, nothing, except the parking lot's full. Huh. So I kind of, and I see this really, as I get near, I mean, like near like 20 feet from the side door, I see a really faint glow inside. And I'm like, well, I got nothing to lose. You know, they'll mm-hmm. do ask me to leave if they're not open. And I open the door, and the place is just buzzing with guys. Yeah. And, well, actually, what I walked in on was uh, a bachelor party for one of the guys getting married uh, tomorrow. Oh. But the place is fairly packed, and it's lit by one flashlight. <laughs> flashlight. Those LED Coleman's just pointed straight up at the ceiling, and there's just this dim light through the entire place. And guys are drinking beers and 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 mixed drinks. And <laughs> so I I walked in and and uh, ordered a glass of Merlot and told a couple of friends, you know, why I was there. And I said, you know, I really didn't want to do this alone. And at nine o'clock last night, everybody dropped what they were doing, and they joined me in in, in toasting the the Bob Goyetch. So oh, that's very cool. Moment. That's cool. Wow. Nice. And you know, a little history there, real quick for those who may not know this in late night QRM. But I originally, the original thought of podcasting for me, the my original theme that what got me going was I wanted you know you got. The podcast about something that you just—it's in your heart. Something you want to talk about. There's something that's you know—that's you. And I'm just not getting the words out tonight. This the does just do it thing. Well, my just do it thing was about the move to Copper Harbor and why I love this place so much. And over the years, people have gotten the idea that yeah, yeah, this is a cool thing, and this is what he does. And mm-hmm. maybe it's the fact that I walk around everywhere with a microphone, but <laughs> <laughs> they kind of got the idea. Um, had a great toast with the guys had my glass of wine they insisted on buying me another one and uh, then i came home and i knew that everybody was toasting bob and i had no internet connectivity so i just i set my iphone up in the side of the wall just in the right spot and i was just brief moments getting lte signal from across the ridge mm-hmm. and just enough so that all of a sudden the picture would come flying through on the on uh, the chat group of each of the members that that could were taking pictures of themselves toasting the bob so then i shared the the story about the mariner and the guy everybody stopping and and toasting the bob and uh, uh it was it was it was a touching moment for everybody <laughs> and and, and yeah. somebody then looked up actually where copper harbor was and they're like oh my gosh you're in the middle of or you're middle of lake superior like yep yes i am <laughs> so, um, I turned this into a shaggy dog story. Sorry, but yes, um, no, no winter, very good story. Winter has finally arrived. The mm-hmm. town that uh, during the MMPR two, the sequel, found a way to get me to bill for stuff I hadn't been billing for, so they could actually send me to that. <laughs> uh, and I shared that story with the group last night too. I said, "Yep, this town understands podcasting so much that they made sure." I 
went to the second MMPR because mm-hmm. I figured I'd be insufferable if I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> Get this guy out of town or we'll wow. never be able to live with him. <laughs> Jeez. But and- yes, it's uh, it's been storming. It's been snowing. The road to Saskatchewan is now white wow. and crunchy even because it's that first snow and oh. it goes rain, rain to, to snow, so it's crunchy and icy. Oh, you got to take your phone out and walk back and forth to the... I'll work on it. (laughs) (laughs) While carrying a walk. Yes. And we've been, well, it's finally starting to settle down a little bit, but we've been having 55 to 65 mile an hour winds from the northwest. Wow. That resulted in 15 to 20 foot waves, consistent 15 to 20 foot waves. Wow. Um, I mean, out at the harbor edge, yes, but even along along the shoreline. Uh Uh-huh. I had to go to town today. I was talking about this band uh, fundraiser, and I decided to take the Lakeshore Road. And I came up to the one place that we normally drive out to to uh, watch the waves and, mm-hmm. and look at the northern lights and everything. And it's underwater. The water's right up to 26. Wow. And I, I, I took some video of that for a while. And then I started driving. <clears throat> and about a quarter mile from that, there are low trees and shrubs and stuff off to the right. And because of that, I never even saw it coming. But uh, Rogue Wave came in, broke over the trees, and broke over the Jeep while I was on the highway. Just completely wow. came down oomph, on top oh, of the Jeep. Oh, Comple- completely blind for a little bit because, I mean, it literally not just splashed off off the shoreline. It came up over the trees and down. Wow. I wished I had a dash cam running at that moment because it was... <clears throat> After after the effect, it was an awesome awesome moment. At the time, it was terrifying, and I'm glad there was no oncoming traffic. Yeah. <laughs> so did you have and to go I home and change your pants? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> wow, that would that was scary. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's a lake. It's not. It's, it's not like you're driving next to the ocean. Yeah. This is a lake wave. <laughs> oh, a very uh, large a wake. <laughs> I would say a super lake, maybe even a yes. superior lake. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe one of the largest lakes in the world. Yeah. Hey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, that, yeah. It, a good rip shot there. <laughs> so, as I said, everybody's doing the wave. Um, wow. As I went down 26, there was debris all over the road, all over the place from waves that had come over and taking stuff with it. <laughs> <laughs> there goes my lawn furniture. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. Jeez okay. So, All right. That's, yes. So, Joel. Yes, yes. Uh, well, what I got to offer is nothing anywhere near as interesting or uh, as, you know, uh, being swallowed by a lake with 20-foot waves. But, uh, I, you know, I'll leave that in your hands, Michael. I think you'll handle it better than I could ever. <laughs> I'd like, oh, time to go. <laughs> time to go. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I uh, for those who remember, I don't know, maybe it was six or seven shows back, uh, I had mentioned where I was uh, had received a uh, vape mod from my wife for my birthday. So that would have been back in July. And because um, I wanted to give it a try, see if, uh, if it actually works where you can substitute vaping for smoking. And wean yourself right off that nicotine and God knows the other 700 chemicals that are in actual cigarettes. 
which tends to make one a little nervous when you start thinking about it. You know, and you find out, oh, there's cough suppressant in cigarettes, and there's laxatives and formaldehyde, which is embalming fluid. And so, and, <laughs> all and wrapped thinking, in one, right? All, there you the go. You won't cough. You know, they'll make sure you, you're regular, and yep, when it, they finally kill you, you'll be preserved. Well preserved. <laughs> so I'm thinking, yeah. So I, I gave it a shot. It was with a very small starter kit, uh, and I realized there is something to this. And uh, so a really good friend of mine that, uh, believe it or not, I play Call of Duty with, who's out in Vegas, Mark, had sent me. His old vape mod, which is called an IPV brand, D3 is the model. And uh, the, the actual unit that has the circuit board in it and the battery, for those who don't know, um, is called a mod, M-O-D. Okay. The part that actually screws onto the top of that, that the it's not called e-juice, or it's just referred to as juice, which is uh, it's, it's uh, food-grade vegetable oil. And it, you, that's where they'll add, you know, oil, uh, oils to make a flavor, say grape or, or or apple, and then they add nicotine, and you can control the level of nicotines by which milligram nicotine e juice you buy, so you can wean yourself off of it, so to speak. So if you are a one pack a day or smoker, uh, you might start off at twelve milligram nicotine e juice in your your vape mod, and over the course of the weeks, the next one you'd buy. The bottle, 15 milliliter bottle, would be, say, a 10 or an 8 milliliter nicotine level. And once that one's done, oh, you'll go for the 6 or the 4. And you boop, 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 until you're down to none. Hmm. And you won't crave nicotine anymore. Hmm. And you also won't be smoking cigarettes, clogging up your lungs, and, you know, giving you the shortness of breath and smelling like it and everything else. So, yeah, I got one. And it's, uh, cool. it's absolutely, uh, it's a blast in the sense that, uh, my, how do I word this? Um, at one point in time, I guess I would say I had actually gotten up to almost a pack of cigarettes. Uh, it would last me a day and a half. Mm. That's 20 cigarettes. To a- <clears throat> well, yeah. I, same, and I still have the same pack of cigarettes now from seven days ago. And wow. it still has five of them in it. Not only is that expensive, but I can understand why that would happen when you get to sit home every day for the past five months and, you know, watch shows like The View. Uh, uh, thanks for that. <laughs> yes, I, I told you. I, uh, I, I said I, 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 there's no way that's ever come across my TV, but you're right. When you're stuck <laughs> sitting, cause it's the most comfortable position, so you're either reading, uh, watching TV, you know, marathoning shows or playing a video game on the Xbox, you would find yourself just almost smoking, smoking, chain smoking, because uh, there's nothing else to do. And uh, so this was important. This was a big one. So uh, I, yeah, it was, you know, I'm I'm really jazzed about it. I had to buy the battery setup for it. It's a sixteen eight fifty battery. Um, bought a charger for it so I can recharge it and pop a new battery in the mod. And they're uh, controlled by wattage, so you turn up your wattage, and this one happens to go up to 80 watts <laughs> to heat coils in the tank. The these little the mm-hmm. coils that I happen to have in here are made of titanium. Mm-hmm. But uh, so yeah, it's it's if you want to really if you want to get off of cigarettes and you know you're you're hooked on them and you're looking for a cleaner 
healthier alternative to wean off of nicotine, give it a try. It works. Wow. Definitely. Cool. All right. I think that's going to do it for Days of Our Lives. Oh, quick thing. I forgot to put it in. Yeah, I had a dentist appointment yesterday. I know this is boring, but uh, found out that uh, two of the three dentists, uh, the two that actually started the business, sold the business last Tuesday to the third partner and somebody new. So I have a new dentist now. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of a shocker. Um, And it was a shocker to everybody that works there, too, because they signed the papers on Tuesday and told everybody Wednesday. Uh, Now, nobody's losing their job or anything. Everything goes on as as normal, but it was just Mm -hmm. nobody had an inkling that this was going to happen. So it was kind of a a shocker. But uh, I went in and had my cleaning, and then it was time to get x-rays and well you know i have a mouthful of fillings that happened after i got out of the air force because the eight years i was in the air force i i saw a dentist exactly once at the beginning who was uh refilled a, a, one of two fillings uh refused to give me novocaine or lidocaine uh wow. and uh and then he wanted to pull my wisdom teeth, and I said, why? He goes, well, they came in a little crooked, and we think uh, you may have that may cause you problems in the future. And so we want to pull them. And I said, well, how far into the future? And they said, oh, maybe when you hit 60 or 70. And I said, well, can I get back to you when I'm 60 or 70? <laughs> when they uh, cause me a problem, we'll deal with it. Which is only two years away now. <laughs> <laughs> But needless to say, because of my ignorance and neglect of eight years in the Air Force, um, when I got back out into civilian, 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 I'll get it out, <laughs> toy boat, toy boat, um, uh, the dentist who I, in Virginia, who happened to be the dentist of the Washington Redskins, um, I've talked about him before, his name also Barry, um, said oh well let me tell you something we're going to make an appointment for your lower left then your lower right a month later then your upper left and then your upper right (laughs) (laughs) so my teeth um have lots of silver in them because at that time they were still putting silver in your mouth or you know silver colored stuff anyway needless to say um those fillings which were supposed to last, maybe if I was lucky, about 20 years. Yeah. They're all around 30 years old now. Ah, so they're off the warranty. So, yeah, so they came in and looked, and uh, he says, see this one here? He goes, you got some decay going right here, and of course you got this big whopping silver filling here, which is leaking now, and... uh, he says, uh, I can't do anything but put a crown on it. So, oh, yeah. So I've got, I got two crowns. Uh, of course, I had one done this year. So January, I get a crown done. And then the lesser of two are going to get, it's going to get put in probably the next year because, yeah, my insurance only allows one crown a year. Yeah. So, uh, but I have a feeling that as these, silver 
fillings start leaking, I'm going to have a mouthful of crowns by the time I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that, so I got that going for me <laughs> here in the near future. And uh, yeah. looking forward to it. Actually, the last one wasn't bad. wasn't bad at all. But I, I warned the new dentist. I said, um, warning, I am the biggest baby there is when it comes to this. So I, I've been known to destroy um, armrests <laughs> on dentist chairs. <laughs> he goes, huh? He's looking at me, he goes, uh, he's, he's Egyptian. And he goes, so he has a little bit of an accent, and I can't do an Egyptian accent. He goes, how i said oh by squeezing i said yes i'll leave permanent imprints in, in your arms <laughs> and, and he goes, Whoa. are they so, coming with the, are they doing root canals as well or no i asked him and we were looking right you know at the x-rays because you know they automatically just pop up on the computer screen now they don't mm -hmm. use film or anything anymore and he says no no he goes he goes uh, you have big teeth, and and then he said, "Boy, that's what the my original dentist said." And he, most of those would have been root canals thirty years ago, except he said, "You have big teeth," and even though we're getting close to the root, what'll happen is that root will secede down the tooth more, and ah. and lo and behold, yeah, the two teeth that have to be done, yeah, the roots all the way down at the bottom. So he goes, "No, no." Oh. He goes, no, no root canals necessary for either one of those. I said, no. okay, because I've never had a root canal. Yeah, they're fun. Man, yeah. are they a blast. Yeah. So hopefully that won't ever have to happen. So, okay, that was that was my only one I forgot to put in the show notes because <laughs> it happened yesterday. So. <laughs> uh. so, okay, so we'll go to the next segment. And, Which of is? course... It's not breaking anymore because it's so old, it's broken news. And now, live, or almost live, in the QRM studios... Here's broken news. All right, and as you know, in the past, it's been about four weeks since we've done a podcast, so, um, gee, what happened during those weeks that was, you know, we only pick out the important stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Apple came out, oh, well, that's next segment, came out with that's some new computers, yeah, um, yeah. What else happened? Oh, there were there was a couple big a big earthquake in New Zealand. Yes, yeah, and, and they're yes. still having aftershocks from that thing, and uh, you know big ones four or five on the on the Richter scale for aftershocks. So uh, wow. let's see what else happened. Uh, uh, it got cold one time. Oh no, that's not it. What? what oh, 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 we had. Um, we had presidential elections and I wow. will say it like that because it wasn't a national presidential election singular because <clears throat> I think people forget about this, but we have, we have elections, uh, 52 of them and they uh -huh. all happen basically on the same day. 
Okay? I'm just uh-huh. reminding people this because there's a lot of people that don't realize that it is 52 elections, state elections, that happen on the same day. And actually, that's changing now with early voting and things that are going on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Controlled by the states, by the way. And uh, the object of uh, a presidential uh, uh, somebody to become president is to go out and campaign in each of these 52 locations mm-hmm. and get the popular vote in the 52 locations so that they can win the state election for presidency in that state. Mm-hmm. In which case, then they have representatives, um, the number of representatives um, or electorals. Depends mm-hmm. on the population size of the state. Right and then they go and on December 19th and vote. I believe they all vote in their state capitals. And, uh, and, and put their, put, uh, you know, make their selection based on who won the uh, popular vote in each state. Now, there's a couple exceptions where they do... Some states do a, um, you get, you know, they split it up into a percentage of the electors for the state. But that's pretty much how the presidential elections have worked since the start of this country. Yes. Just saying. Okay? So that people well, know. I don't think they teach this in school anymore. Probably not. <laughs> And we can debate why they do it and stuff like that, because there's some people that say, oh, that was just to suppress the vote back then and give slave owners more votes and this and that. And maybe so. doesn't happen now. But basically, it was done so that the smaller populated states uh, weren't ignored right. by the federal government or anybody running for the presidency. Right. So that's why it's done. It's a very good. Uh, our our founding fathers were very smart, and yeah. that's the way it works. Because it's we we don't live in a democracy here. We live in a constitutional representative republic. Yes. <laughs> so, and that's how it works. And if you do want to change it, like get rid of the electoral college and go to a pure democracy, popular popular vote that will require a constitutional amendment change Mm -hmm. which requires three quarters of the states to vote on it i think the house and senate also have to vote on it and i think they need uh two-thirds at least in the house and senate and then three quarters of the states you know those in the middle states they would all have to agree to let new york california and one or two other places decide everything for them. So, <laughs> just making a point here. And I don't right. care who the winner is, but the idea is to get the candidates out to all 52 locations and campaign there and win the popular vote in those locations. Okay? Doesn't mm-hmm. matter who you voted for. I am a strong believer in the Electoral College, and yes. I don't care who wins it. You know, it doesn't matter. Whichever party, parties, which 
I would love to see parties um, are running. That's the way we do things here. So, just saying. And, oh, and by the way, um, well, everybody knows who won. <laughs> so, and there's, there Can was. Can I say it? Go ahead. <laughs> um, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I just, uh, I got to say, I know there's a lot of people that are upset with it. Um, another thing that history doesn't teach you, although the president has a great bully pulpit, there's a reason why, uh, the country was set up, um, with a congressional or legislative, judicial and executive branches of the government. It's to make sure none of those branches got too powerful. So the people that are totally freaking out. Get over yourselves. Calm down. It's not going to happen. It's a great bully pulpit. But <laughs> everything a president does, which isn't much, because his main job is to execute the legislation, the bills passed in the legislation. To, uh, ju his job is just to make sure that we execute those laws. Period. If he does anything else... It's above and beyond. Okay? And, you know, the the judicial system's there to make sure that the bills passed by the legislation are constitutional. They don't, you know, they don't do anything against the Constitution. That's the way it's set up. So, you know, I... <laughs> calm down. I mean... You know, eight years ago, there were a lot of people that didn't like the fact that Barack Obama won the presidency. Mm -hmm. You didn't see him freaking out. Okay. Well, it was a different crowd. <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have to worry about what I can say yeah. and what I can't say. It yeah. was a different crowd yeah. back then. Yeah. They had to go to work the next day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So... I'm just saying, you know, some people are really upset about it. Sure, you can go out and protest all you want, but if you start interfering with other people's rights to, oh, I don't know, go to work, uh, move around, um, be able to, you know, uh, go different places and stuff, then it becomes a problem and slightly illegal. You can peacefully protest, but... Um, Things are kind of getting out of hand, and uh, I, I just, you know, luckily, I, I look at all this stuff going on, and I say, thank God I live in the country. <laughs> oh, I am so glad I live in the country, and I don't have to deal with that bullshit day after day. I can't mm -hmm. imagine what it's like to try to commute in some of these community or these cities now. Uh, so, anyway, that's my thought and my history lesson. <laughs> in case in case you've forgotten how it works that that would be the short and there's a few youtube if you want to go on youtube there are a few uh legitimate i mean just basically telling you how we're set up and how we work if you'd like to go find out more information and don't want to do a lot of reading youtube has uh you know very down the center we'll tell you how things work 
So, mm-hmm. so uh, other than that, uh, broken news. I think that's pretty much the top news that's been going on here. Uh, anybody got anything else? Comments? No, uh, not really. <laughs> no, no. All, all my prayers came true. <laughs> Yeah, I look at this and it's like, oh my god, I don't know, I don't know what to say because you know, people, you know, either way, it's like, I, huh. you know, <laughs> you guys make way too much of stuff, and uh, and obviously a lot of people don't know real New Yorkers because, <laughs> and I go, oh well, real. Just because you're a real New Yorker doesn't mean you should go out and say that in public. It's, you know, it's like, well, you know, man, sometimes real New Yorkers can't help it. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's just the way they're built, anyway. And yeah, you can name, you can, you can rattle off the usual uh, I, I, names there, um, and uh, yeah, you know, sorry, but. <laughs> You know, the most vocal people are only 50%, and there's another 50% to kind of keep quiet and sit down and, yeah, you know? (laughs) So anyway, okay, so that's the broken news, so let's get into a very large Geek Corner. Here we are in Geek Corner where we discuss tech news or technical Ooh. things. And yeah, since it's been four weeks, there were a lot of things that happened. Um, I'll go first because I'm there first. And nobody put it before me. Uh, new MacBook Pros were announced. And uh, huh? new MacBook Pros were announced. And um, I got to say, well, let me put it this way. If I had the current MacBook Pro that I have here, if I had a choice between this MacBook Pro and the new one they announced, I would choose my current MacBook Pro. Really? Yes. I'm not impressed with what they did. Uh, We made it thinner. Who the fuck cares? Did you put more batteries in there? Oh, no, because they only care about batteries lasting 11 hours. That's all they want. You know, they don't want to try to make them last 15 hours. No, 11 hours is good enough, so we're going to make it thinner because, well, because nobody asked for it to be thinner, but we got we got this thing about thinness. Um, <laughs> the strip up at the top, the... And it's like, you know, that's nice, and I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know how cool it is, but I look at it and I yawned, um, because I don't like using the function buttons to begin with, because they're up at the top of the screen, or the, the keyboard, and half the time when I go to hit a function key, I hit a number key with it or something. So, putting a touchpad up there, eh, I don't know, it doesn't impress me. I like the super wide touchpad that they added Mm -hmm. 
But I have concerns about, and I haven't tried one, have they done something with palm sensitivity? Because that one I can see when you're doing normal typing and you're resting your hands on the top of the keyboard, uh, well, not on the top of the keyboard, but in front of the keyboard, that some of that resting might be on that touchpad now. So I'm wondering how that's going to work out. Again, I haven't seen one in... in out in the real world yet um so only seen pictures um moderate upgrade to newer chipsets um uh i don't know michael did they um did they increase the um size the the, the memory I, I don't know it's it's still 32 no, it's 16 gig no 16? 16 gig that's it that's it so either eight or sixteen. I've heard a lot of people complaining that they've redefined the word pro. It's no longer for heavily people that heavily use computers, like artists and and audio people and video people. Pro means a businessman now, an executive. So it's like the top of the line laptop for those kind of pros, because I can't believe there wasn't a bump up, and you can't. You can't modify it. You can't add memory. Um, it's still uh, 500 gig max, or they bump it to a terabyte of storage space. That I don't know. I can't remember. I think it's still 500 gig, which I'll tell you, I'm having issues with 500 gig on mine right now uh, because of all the podcasting stuff and doing a lot of sound editing and stuff like that. And because, you know, backing up, I devices on your computer can consume most of your hard drive. I mean, I have a 128 gig iPhone and guess what? <laughs> it's close to 128 gigs. If you got the iPhone full, that's what you're going to be backing up on. Um, unless you do it in the cloud and then you got to pay them. And then of course they're standardizing on USB C, which is okay, but there's only four of them. And that includes the power. They've gone gone away from the mag mount, which I know some people are going to go, yay. I happen to like the mag mount because there's been many times where I've <laughs> pulled my computer. <laughs> the thing has popped, and thank God it did because I probably would have done damage either to the computer or to the power cord. Yeah. So I'm not big. I'm, I'm not thrilled that it now. But but don't worry. There's a dongle you can buy. That you can plug in and then have the mag mount that somebody makes, probably yeah. for about $30. Um, yeah. And, of course, if you have regular USB, you're going to have to have a dongle for that until everybody moves over to USB-C. And uh, the only good thing is, I guess, the Thunder, Thunder ports are the same as USB-C. So, if you have anything like that... Oh, and gee whiz, it has... An earphone plug. Uh. <laughs> oh, and they took away the memory card slot on the side, which a lot of photographers and everything are very upset about. But don't worry, there's a dongle for that. So, you know, your your clean laptop's going to look like an octopus. <laughs> so it's wires hanging off of it. Yeah. Just looked it up. The Pro actually does offer a one terabyte SSD okay. now. All right. I I, th I thought I remember they said they bumped it up to a terabyte. They they had to. Five hundred gig is not 
hacking it for no. a heavy no, user. So, but I just, I, I didn't, you know, it's been how many years since they, it's been a couple of years now since they updated the pros, right? MacBook pros. Yep. And, uh, this is all they did. Uh, oh, it comes in a different color. Now you can get it in space gray or silver now. And uh, what really upsets me is the apple on the back doesn't light up anymore. What? <laughs> no. What? The apple on the back does not light up anymore. The, the one trend they have had, and I, I guess the camps are split on this, but <clears throat> you know, my first MacBook was a 2009, and I, now I've got a 2010, and I've got a 2011, and then they got the company issued 2014. Uh, it's 2016 actually I think Yeah. no it's a 2015 I have a tw- company issued 2015 the best keyboard I had was the 2009 hmm. uh-huh. as they get smaller and thinner um, I mean I've, I've learned to type on the 2015 I would not want to write a book on it mm-hmm. right. wow. and I've heard that they've you know with the newer thinner design there might be some other tricks they're playing as far as feedback for the keyboard, but I mean, I've got a yeah. separate keyboard here because I would drive myself nuts trying to type on my MacBook Pro. Yeah, yeah. If you use it for your main day computer, long. yeah, day yeah. long, it's better All to right. get an external. Uh, but now you're going to have to get one with a USB C. Well, <laughs> I'm Bluetooth, but yeah. Oh, Bluetooth, yeah. yeah. So. So uh, I'm not real thrilled, and uh, still no words on iMacs or Mac Pros, which the Mac Pro hasn't been upgraded in three years now. Hmm. You know the trash can one. Yep. So um, I don't trash know what they're doing. One. Well, it's, it looks like a trash can. <laughs> uh, I don't know what they're doing, but I, I'm, I, you know, I was concerned. That Apple is starting to lose its magic, and I'm beginning to be more confident in that uh, thought now. Um, I, I don't know what they're doing. I don't think they know what they're doing. Um, I, and on the other hand, I'm going to go to the next topic. Microsoft just introduced a new the new Surface Studio. Uh-huh. This thing looks cool. I mean, it's 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 basically... I guess if you wanted to compete it with a Mac product, it would be the iMac, except it's a uh, it's got a, a a beautiful display that's flat. The guts of the computer aren't there. The guts of the computer sit in a little box underneath it, and then there's like uh, the support for it <clears throat> goes around the box. I don't know whether the box is connected to it or not. I again, I haven't seen it anything but pictures of this but the display is a touch display and it's got a full keyboard and everything with it and it's got a pen you know one their pen but this key the screen you can put it up like a normal thing or you can slide it down like in an arc to put it in different locations including flat on on the um on your surface so for mm-hmm. artists for video people um things like that i mean this thing this thing's beautiful, man. <laughs> I get, Microsoft is, you know, their hardware designs are, um, are 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 starting to be very competitive with with Apple now, and mm-hmm. uh, now it's a three thousand dollar. That's the base 
It's a three thousand dollar computer, but uh, it is it sure is pretty. That's all I can say. It sure is pretty. And uh, to the point now, I don't know what's going to go on. Of course, I got a couple of years to go, but I'm thinking um, I'm kind of maxing out this lap MacBook Pro now when we do podcasting and everything. And I was thinking about maybe trying to upgrade to a um, uh, another computer um, mm-hmm. um, that would be like a studio computer. And at first I was thinking, well, the iMac, you know, and then of course they didn't make any announcements about the iMac. And then I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I'm starting to investigate Windows again. And wow. see, you know, Windows 10 machines because, you know, I want to be able to update the thing, you know. I want to be able to put a bunch of memory in there. I want to put a, you know, SSD drive in there for the action when you're actually processing and doing stuff live and then have a few other you know regular drives off to the side that you can use for archiving and things like that right in the same machine and then i'm you know the windows 10 isn't that bad you know the only evil thing they still have is that stupid registry uh (laughs) (laughs) so but but you know i don't know I, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm becoming more and more uh, disenchanted with 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 the current Apple products. Um, wow. We'll see we'll see what they do in the future. Um, I I think they're really really uh, starting to me miss Steve Steve Jobs now. <laughs> so. Anyway, so that's my uh, things on there. Uh, Michael, you got anything else to say about that before we move on to something totally different in technology? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm still drinking the Kool-Aid, but I will agree that I think they've, well, they certainly just turned their back on the pros. You know, mm-hmm. the, the ones who were the radical followers, the high-end users, uh, you know, most of them are going to be in the video editing and, and that, you know, that category. As far as the heavy-duty truck drivers like me that are coding day in, day out, it's still my favorite operating system. And I have, I, I write in a couple of different operating systems, and I dread having to go to Windows, but I have to for some of my tools. Yeah. Um, and Sierra, fortunately, was not that painful a transition for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Crunch was a hugely painful transition for me because <laughs> I had to rewrite all my USB drivers for our products. Wow, that yeah. that wasn't cool. That yeah. that hurt. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. I, and I I agree with you. The OS so far, although I've seen some flaws in the OS, I I don't see as many things happening, upgrades happening in the OSs. Uh, I don't think that bothers me as much. I'm still a Unix guy, so I like the fact that the oh you know Mac OS is Unix based. Um. And uh, I still think it's the prettiest one out there. Um, Linux is cool. I use Linux at work all the time, but yeah, I would never use that for my day to day because uh, all the software that runs on Linux is a hobby, somebody's hobby. So it's it's hard to find stuff that's. I mean, you can find it, but you really gotta look. And the updates are a pain in the ass. Windows, Windows ten. Software used to be plentiful, but it was a pain in the ass to use the operating system because they kept everything 
closed up kind of um it's just totally different from other operating systems that i wasn't ever comfortable in it and god forbid i guess now this powershell thing is everybody's talking about is much better but uh you know if you really want to get into something and look things i like a good old terminal window and being able to move around in that it seemed like windows whenever you wanted to do administrative stuff things like that you had to drill down into 15 different windows just to you know adjust something and i hated that so they've gotten better about it but um we'll see i don't know like right now if i if i needed to go out and buy a box i don't know an imac would be interesting but i don't know whether you can upgrade the current imacs out there and um you know if i'm gonna buy not a laptop um, but if I'm going to buy a studio machine, I don't know whether it'd be a win. You know, I'm not going to go buy a, a, a Mac Pro to do that because it's three years old now. Um, and it's and, not upgradable. They need to make right. another cheese grater. Again, that was the first one that they came out with that was dongles. Oh, well, we gave you a thousand different uh, plugins. And all you have to do is dongle everything together. And so you got this trash can that looks like it's overfilled and everything's spilling out around it. So, Apple, you're losing your shine. (laughs) Okay, Michael. I know this is old now, but, you know, you probably got a replacement one since you first put this in, but... No, actually, this is this is pretty cutting edge. I okay. thought I'd throw something in different for Geek Corner. Don't worry, I'll get back to a computer item later, folks. Um, no, this is kind of cool. Uh, as we were sitting around the fire department uh, earlier this summer and thinking about uh, what we really needed to order for equipment, the fire chief handed out a uh, flyer on something that was just coming out. And uh, most people know that fire departments use uh, thermal imaging cameras. They're very useful in finding hot spots or finding people inside, you know, fully smoke-involved uh, structures. Well, one of my functions as a medic is that there are things called uh, RIT teams, rapid intervention teams, that go in and get somebody who's in trouble. And it's a little cumbersome to go into a, a fire holding a camera. You're like, oh, let's see, or where am I going? When you actually need to be concentrating on grabbing somebody, hooking up an airline, getting them out. And uh, we saw these flyers for uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> new SCBA masks, and they're self-contained breathing apparatuses. And we've got these positive pressure masks to keep the smoke out. Well, the new masks have got a heads-up display right off the upper right of your right eye and then connected via a wireless signal because you don't want to break the uh, the gasket, the air seal on the mask, is a thermal imaging camera attached to the mask on the outside that's actually fairly low profile. Huh. So now we have a heads-up thermal imaging display in our breathing apparatus so that our hands are free and we can just look around and either see, you know, we still get our normal vision through uh-huh. the lens if, if, if you can see through the smoke. And if you can't, we'll be able to see through the smoke using the thermal imaging cameras. 
That so pretty cool. high tech stuff for yeah. you know, cool. small fire department in a town of a hundred people. <laughs> but it's good stuff. That is neat. That that is so cool. You you know. Can you watch YouTube videos in it? <laughs> um <laughs> well it, the only thing you could really watch that looks real is Predator. But uh, <laughs> I was impressed by the fact that you know, I, you know, I mean, you guys know I wear glasses, and uh, the fire department actually paid for a pair of prescription inserts from my SCBA so that you know I could see while I had the mask on because you can't wear normal prescription glasses and put the mask over it because then the arms of the glasses break the seal. Uh-huh. But with these... Uh, um, thermal imaging camera masks. There's no place because of the the upper uh, the uh, heads up display. There's no place to put prescription lenses in. But somehow, whatever they did with the um, the optics of that heads up display, I can see it perfectly without my glasses. Nice. That I was really impressed with. Hmm. Wow, very neat. These masks are just under two thousand dollars a piece. <laughs> you know, well, that's cheap, actually. Yeah, yeah it actually, is. yeah, to save a life. Yeah, yes. no, that that that's you know when you were talking about them, I said what? Yeah, they were, what ten ten grand a pop or something? But two thousand, nope. that's that's incredible. Just a little under two thousand a piece. I mean, it was a big chunk for us being a small rural fire department, but we felt it was worth the investment. Yes, definitely. Yeah, wow, that is cool. <laughs> very neat. I think very high tech too. So that's uh, definitely fits in Geek Corner. So yep. So um, I, I promised you uh, last time we uh, talked, uh, I had just gotten my uh, Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge, and uh, now that I've had it for hmm, over a month, I gotta say I still like it. I, and I, you know, my muscle memory has uh, changed from iPhone to uh, you know Galaxy S7 now. Um, I like the display. We went over all that. I've, I have found, um, if I haven't had the same apps on there, which most of the apps I, I found in the Android PlayStation or Play Store, um, and uh, you also have the Samsung Store, and you have the Amazon Store, and uh, what was the other one? Oh, you have a Verizon store too, although that's very limited because uh, I did switch over to Verizon too on this one. But uh, so far, I like the always-on display that shows me the date and time and my battery, um, which I didn't know happened um, with this, is if you put it in your pocket, um, it does turn that always-on display off. And when you pull it out of your pocket, it'll come back on. So that's nice. Um, the uh, thumbprint, thumb scanner, is just as fast as the my, my iPhone 6, if not faster. But then again, I'm not comparing it to an iPhone 7, so I'm sure that's improved too. Um, so, uh, but... Uh, it's good. Um, I like being able to move things around and set up my my pages. Uh, I, I, there is just a lot of little things. If you're a geek, if you're not a geek that like to play constantly, play with a thing, yeah, this you know you can set it up and forget it. But uh, for me, like uh, being able to close out 
all the clear out all the uh, apps that have I have I've either run or may have running in the background. I can do that with the hit one button and then do a clean all, or I can sit there and pick each individual app and have them uh, go away. Uh, so I kind of like that. I like the perpetual back button that seems to work all the time. So the main thing was getting used to having three buttons down at the bottom. Right. Uh, and, uh, but I've, I've adjusted to that. I'm very, I like uh, having my notifications up at the top. All I have to do is swipe down and not only do I swipe down, that's like swiping up on an iPhone. So I set my, and this was adjustable. I set it up. I have airplane mode, Wi-Fi connection, Bluetooth, flashlight, and mute up there. Oh. Um, and then if you press the arrow, of course, you got a bunch more settings down below if you need to get to them. But they're the ones I use all the time. And uh, so, you know, that's nice. And then underneath, I've got a player here because I use Pocket Caster. There's a player sitting right there when I swipe down. For pocket caster with basic controls um and then all my notifications are below that and i can swipe them once i read them i can swipe them off or i can double tap them if i want to get into them like right now i can tell you i have an earthquake program on here and there is uh six new earthquakes and uh uh 4.6 and papau new guinea for another one 4.6 i uh, New Guinea is getting struck. I got a Channel 5 uh, alert here. Um, I got the news briefing. I got the weather. Uh, I got storm warning near me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, so, so, and then you just swipe up and it disappears. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. I, I you know, um, I've gotten used to it. The muscle memory's here. The thing is fast. I it, it, it's it's as smooth as my iPhone was, as far yep. as moving things around. Um, I think a lot of the apps have greatly improved on Android now. So all the apps that I use, uh, some of them have even more features than the iPhone apps. Mm -hmm. uh, not that many. Um, there's a couple of Verizon. <laughs> apps i like i like verizon's messages which is text messages better than mm -hmm. i do um the 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 built-in android one um but um i'll talk about that later because i actually put that as a topic um biggest thing email i had a hell of a time i was trying different ones because there was a third-party app i used on my iphone that i used all the time uh, and I'm forgetting the name of it right now, Spark. Spark. Mm -hmm. And I love that thing. But after going through a thousand different email <laughs> things that you can find, I actually settled on Outlook and, uh, you know, Microsoft Outlook. And, you know, I, I, I avoided that one originally because on my Nexus 7, Nexus 7, it was rough. It was it, it ran slow. But on my Galaxy S seven, it's fast. It's it, and it's nice. It's it's just as nice as uh the the Spark one I used on the iPhone. And I like some of the features. I've 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 really, you know, I'm I'm quite happy with Outlook now and 
the fact that I can flag different things. I can put them in different categories. I can set filters, but I can flag things, which is what I do when bills come in because I get notifications for bills and I just hit the flag button so that I know not to delete them. And then it's swipe, you know, it's a uh, swipe to the to archive and what's the other way to delete schedule. Oh, right. uh, swipe the schedule, uh, which means I guess bring it back later on. So, which was some of the features Sparkhead. So I'm I'm. I'm real happy with Outlook. Um, Pocketcaster's doing fine. Um, of course, I I bought into Voxer, which is the one we use all the time. So um, that's working great. Um, and I got to change the tone on that thing because I hate the. <laughs> <laughs> so so mine just makes actually somebody. Oh wait a minute! I think I am. I'm on. Let me unmute. Okay. Um, so, somebody write text something in Voxer. Alrighty. Uh, okay. Here. Although I spelled it wrong. That's what. Oh. That's I changed mine to that, and I can make it. I think I can make it different ones, but I like that one mm-hmm. for Voxer. Whenever I hear that, and. My LED light at the top um, will will glow yellow or glow orange if it's a Voxer message. Oh, that's cool! That I missed. Right, it'll be flashing orange, which means oh, I got a Voxer message to go look at. So, um, so anyway, so my review of the Galaxy S Seven is I like it. Oh, mm-hmm. one more Samsung Pay. I've never tried Android Pay because it comes with Samsung Pay. I gotta mm-hmm. say that's a little rougher than Apple Pay. Um, okay. It, I, it, I think it's just me. I haven't figured out how to exactly use it because with Apple Pay you would just hold it up there, put your thumb on it, and it would take it. I think with this one you got to swipe it up to activate it. You know, it shows you the card. Actually, you have to do that on Apple too. And then you put your thumb on it, and then I think it sends a signal out. And it, the whole thing starts. My thing is, is do I have to go on Apple Pay? I got to keep my phone, thumb on there. I don't think I have to do that here. And uh, and then of course this Samsung Pay also has a thing that it will work with a slider, so it works pretty much in any store. Mm-hmm. Although I've that's doesn't work quite as the way they showed it on television. At least I'm still having problems with it. I haven't figured out the magic way. <laughs> <laughs> make that work but uh but once i get figure out how that works and I, again i just think it's my technique <laughs> i'm using ah, that gotcha um it's more it's available in more stores oh there's oh that that's because i haven't gone to look at it oh there we go <laughs> so so for me you know i like to play with computers and stuff like that and so I'm I'm loving it. I I I I, you know, I find that I constantly have it in my hand, even more so than my uh, iPhone. And I'm mm-hmm. constantly playing with it and looking for new stuff and and going through menus and seeing what it can do. I'm still learning about it. Um, so I'm kind of still liking it. I'm 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 still on the honeymoon with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, 
And so I'm I'm not uh, I I'm glad I made the change. Now you know, um, again when iPhone comes out with their anniversary one next year, we'll see what happens. But then again, Samsung's going to come out with the Galaxy Eight. <laughs> So, right. <laughs> so we'll see what they have to offer too. The display. I will say, after using this, holding it in my hand and everything, and it's got the same size screen as my iPhone six has, mm-hmm. six plus. Um, I went the other day and grabbed my iPhone six plus and held it in my hand, and it was like, whoa! I didn't realize this thing was this much bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I said because this one does uh, fit in my hand a lot better. Yet I haven't given up any uh, screen. I have uh, had some occasional instances where the curved screen on the side gets a little is a little too touchy, and sometimes when I go to pick it up, um, uh, if I hit it with the side of my palm or something like that it it will do something uh it depends on the app you're in um if you're like i'm showing videos or something if you kind of hit that it'll it'll bring up the controls and uh so um which was accidental um but uh you learn to handle it a little bit differently with the curved screen so um so that's uh and Verizon, as far as Verizon's coverage is concerned, um, yeah, it might be not that much different from AT&T coverage-wise. I think it is a little bit better. But the main thing and the main reason we switched over is both yeah. Anne Maria and I have said, hey, look, we're actually getting phone calls on it now instead of going <laughs> directly to voicemail. Right. So... Yeah, so, and, uh, oh, I'll talk about another Verizon thing later on, but I'll let, uh, now for an opposing point of view. <laughs> no, no, actually, not, not opposing at all. No. <laughs> it's, uh, quite honestly, uh, for the, I, too, uh, had gotten a, well, I got a Samsung Galaxy S5, and, uh, I've, subsequently, I got that, my, about July, here it is, nearly the end of November. Uh, today I switched back, and I got an iPhone SE. That's a nice phone. And uh, that being said, I, I I remember many, 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 many podcasts ago when uh, Barty and I were uh, talking about it, and we were all talking about it. But the size of the the larger phones. Mm-hmm. Um, Concerned me because you know if you got I'm usually one of those guys who got a ton of junk in his pocket. Yep. Keys, change, wallet, blah blah blah. You in pocket knife all just so having this very large, very very thin phone worried me. If it was you know this especially this like the six plus. Yeah. And uh, I love the size of the display. I think that's fantastic. So when I was moving forward, I thought, hey, let me. I want to see Android's made a lot of leaps and bounds changes for all for the better since the last time I had an Android phone. So I wanted to give it an honest go. And uh, I got the Galaxy S5, and I have to say, I there are things about that phone I absolutely positively loved. I loved the display uh, on the screen, how vibrant it was, the blacks, the rich blacks. You could see it at multiple angles. 
Um, you can see it pretty decent, you know, uh, really well actually in like direct sunlight if you're outside. Mm-hmm. Um, it's c- unbelievably customizable. I mean, you can just move crap and icons and do this and go in the submenu of a submenu for this, that, and the other thing. And you could really, like Barry said, if you are one who loves to fiddle and mm-hmm. tinker, with your phone, you know, on a on a fairly regular basis, and oh, what happens if I go in here, and what does this do, and yada yada, it's great for that. And I have that up to a point, mm-hmm. uh, up to a certain level, and then after that, I'm like, okay, how, you know, I would come up with questions like, how do I save all my pictures so they're not trying to post on Google at the same time too? I want them to save on the phone, but to the memory card, not to the phone. And, you know, you watch a couple of YouTube videos, and there's lots of information out there to show you how to do that. But you're going in from one menu to another, then you jump over here, and then you got to put that, download this in an icon, but you have to make sure it's the app, not the shortcut. Mm-hmm. And it'll da-da-da-da-da-da. So is it doable? Absolutely. And if you're one who loves the fiddle around and all the menus and play with that shit, that's, it's, you're going to love it. I, I really liked the phone a lot. There were some things I can say I didn't like about it. To be completely honest, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, is it a bad phone? Hell no, not by a country friggin' mile. Um, it does, it, and it is just packed with features, um, which is awesome. It had great sound quality. It was a funny thing. I joke with my my kids. Again, kids are all you know, grown, and <laughs> eighteen grown. But, but my thing is, you know, it's for me. And maybe I'm, you know, stu- well, I am stubborn headed, but it's a phone first. Oh, well, you, you know, you're yeah. totally wrong about that. <laughs> the thing is, yeah, well, see, not, as far as I'm concerned, the thing that I got in my pocket, the reason why I pay a monthly subscription is because I want to set it to make and to receive telephone calls first. Mm-hmm. Then it's a texty picture, sound sendy computer after that and then it can be your little gaming computer say after that but the first and foremost thing is needs to be a phone Mm -hmm. so it needs to make and receive good quality uh telephone calls and it did that fabulously i mean the thing just did a ton of stuff you know it's i have to say a lot of me really really liked it but what it really boiled down i love the larger screen that 5.1 inch screen on the s5 was like the perfect size, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit big. By the time I put, I put a battery case on it, mm-hmm. a new battery case, but it was, um, it, I, I can honestly say I love that larger screen for when you're sitting here surfing the web. And I like being able to, you know, split the screen and ha- and run, watch a YouTube video on the top of the screen while you're replying to a text on the bottom of the screen in Voxer or what have you. That was really cool. But, Bottom line, what it boiled down to is as great as it was, as much as it did, and it did a ton of stuff, and it's a really, 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 really great handset, I missed my Apple. Hmm. I missed uh, the iOS environment, especially with the new updates that they came out with for the iPhones, where, believe it or not, they kind of have uh, you know newer features that were Android-esque. Mm-hmm. You know, when you swipe the screen to the left and you can see, you know, what's up next in the news, the top stories in the news, along with the weather, along with 
the reminders and cal- uh, calendars, and uh, that's very, very Android esque. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, wow, you know, they came out with all these extra uh, uh, Android esque kind of features, but I never got a chance to play with it. And I did do, like I said, I did the, I did the Android experience. I think it's really, really cool. It's it, it's just not for me. Okay. I like Apple. So that's why I I, uh, I, I said I dumped the S, uh, S5. And as it happened, I didn't dump anything. It was a, it's a great freaking handset. And uh, But it was, as I was talking to my son, I had just bought him an SE, what, a couple months back. Mm-hmm. And he had said to me, you know, once I'm done with this Apple, this iPhone, I don't want another one. I, I want to get away from it. And I said, you know, as it happens, <laughs> I don't want to have a, uh, an Android device anymore. So we flip-flopped the SIM cards, went down to the U.S. cellular store, mm-hmm. which is our carrier, and they changed everything around. So I moved my number on to the SE and moved his number on to the S5, and both of us are... Like kids in a candy store now, you know, we're just really happy. And and I have to say, the form factor of the SC, which is exactly the same body size as the S, uh, the five S. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I put a Mophie, you know, juice space pack on it, so right, it right. thickens it up a bit. Um, I can say the smaller screen, as much as I love the larger screen, I'm like, you know what? As much as I want a larger screen, I'm just so happy to be playing with iOS again. Hmm. It, it just feels good. Not to mention, this S just kicks ass over a 5S. Yeah, that's a nice phone. <laughs> yeah, I was watching a lot of the specs on it, and they're comparing SEs to the uh, uh, Galaxy S7s. Mm-hmm. Speed tests and comparisons and you know, fit and finish and polish. And I mean, it's right there with it. And, yeah. Well, I mean, think of the SE was, until they came out with the 7, the SE was the latest released phone. It's just in the smaller form, and I'm like right. this thing. Just it, it really, it, it, it. I'm, I'm happy. I think the Samsung's got a great product. Um, just not my cup of tea. Tried it. Hey, tried it. You try it, and you go with what you, what you exactly. like. You know, you so know, so far I'm liking it. I may, I may change my mind in six months, but right yeah. now I'm, I'm liking it. I, I still like, you know, uh, iOS. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't like what they're doing to the hardware, but, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, it, you know, again, we'll see. That's why that's the great thing about this country is we can try different things Mm -hmm. and and flip back and forth. (laughs) I missed the back button. That's the one thing that was really cool with that as the galaxy is I Mm -hmm. could that, that back one screen button. That's a real convenient darn button to have. Yeah, yeah. It's it's and and then the other button, so you can see all your. Well, you double click on a iPhone and you, you get that. But you at the bottom the of that, at the bottom of the thing, it says clear all, and you go and it just yeah clears everything. And, and they're up close. So that's yeah. so. uh. I mean, so that yeah. that's pretty much you know my my uh, geek corner bit, which is yeah. the switch and and uh, I will say while standing in the uh, U.S. cellular store. I did sneak a peek over there at the iPhone sevens, and I'm like, "Oh, that's yeah. just." Bigger. I got I got to see one of those in the wild too, and they they were very nice. And I think I think Michael yes. may be able to tell us more about them. Yeah, I think he can. <laughs> well, that's possible. 
<laughs> are, are, are you done there, Joel? I don't want to oh, jump in. Yeah, there. I'm done. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, okay. I think he was segueing. No. Oh, all right. Smooth. Very smooth. Sorry. I, I messed that up. So, yeah. Um, well, going back to almost like the last time we met podcasting, which was a month or so, uh, six weeks, month? How long I don't it know. It's, yeah, it's been a while. Anyhow, somewhere along that line, um, my 5S that has been through heck and high water and sometimes underwater with me um, slipped out of my hand and landed just perfectly face down on some rocks on the road to Saskatchewan, damaging the screen. And me looking at the screen going, a note to self, hardened screen cover. Probably a good idea to put tempered glass there. I'll think about that for the next phone because this one's been failing. I have been having screen problems, not before the, and well, now I have more screen problems with it. And of course, I've been having battery issues with it forever. So I thought, well, let's see here. You know, this phone's been, excuse me, the contract's been fulfilled for a long time. I qualify for a phone. I probably should just get another phone and i was thinking about the se i had just gotten back then i got my new prescription glasses and finally can see everything clearly now even small print small (laughs) font is looking just good but i thought you know my wife is really big in photography and there's nothing wrong with her success and uh i could get a seven but you know why don't i see if she wants to go with the seven get a better camera and i'll take her success and let's retire the 5S for software testing. Right. So my wife wasn't so sure she wanted that big of a phone because if she was going to upgrade, she wanted the, the two-lens 7 Plus. Did right. I call it a 7S? Mm-hmm. Anyhow, she wanted the Plus, and, uh, but she wanted to see how big it was in person first. So we went down to the Verizon store, and sure enough, she looked at the 7 and the 7 Plus, and... She looked, you know, I think for the lens to have that that optical zoom, digital opt- optical zoom feature, I think it's probably worth it to, to, to put up with the bigger phone. So we told the Verizon store, hey, this is what we're planning on doing. I'll, I'll take her success. She's going to get the 7 Plus, and, and it's time for me to re- you know, retire my, uh, my 5S. Uh-huh. And at that time, the store said, well, you know, you've already paid off half the contract on the 6S. We now have a trade-in policy to mirror what Apple's doing. So as long as that 6S is in good shape, you just send it in. We give you credit for the rest of your contract, and you just take over. You know, you extend the, the, the contract another year, but right. you now take over with a brand-new 7. So I thought about it, and I said, you know, in this one case, since actually this is my job, I write Apple's, you know, software for Apple products in the company that I work for, and that's our, our platform. Mm-hmm. I thought, yep. Actually, she's getting her seven. I'll go ahead and get a seven. And they happen to have a 256 gig seven in house. Oh, oh. <laughs> so I'm loaded for bear. <laughs> but I've got the seven. Chris has got the seven plus. And then Mark traded his success in, and he's got a seven plus. Nice. So um, we pretty much wholesale switched over here, and David's still very happy with the 6SE. And I was still, you know, quite frankly, I was tempted to go with the SE, except that although my glass prescription is perfect now, 
I'm not getting any younger, and you know, yeah. what's going to happen first? The contract get uh, fulfilled on my new phone or need to change my prescription again? Both of them are about the same cost. So <laughs> I decided to go with a bigger phone. And, yes, I will admit that about a week ago, uh, my wife and I took off to take care of something in town, and we got almost to Copper Harbor, and we both went, as we were trying to listen to something in her truck that does not have Bluetooth connectivity, that we had left the dongle back at home. <laughs> so we did have to turn around and get the lightning to uh 3.5 millimeter yeah. jack right. dongle, which is a really tiny little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know who's going to lose one first here in the family. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only thing I don't like about the phone right now is that, yes, I'm making long trips to town and back and if I'm in Chris's truck that doesn't have a Bluetooth interface on the uh, radio, the amplifier, I got no way to charge while I'm listening. Right. Oh. Yeah. So that is an issue. Now, in, in in the in David's Jeep, that's not a problem. I, we actually have uh, I have two chargers. Well, I have one charger with two uh, USB jacks in it, and one's got a micro USB connector on it, and the other one's got the uh, um, lightning connector. Hmm. That was the other adventure. Um, Mark had a success with a Mophie case. Yeah. That's quite the... Uh, I was able to get the Mophie case off, but nobody else could, including the Verizon store. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they can be difficult. <laughs> well, never underestimate the power of a guitar pick. <laughs> That's what I used. Yeah. Since I always carry one in my uh, my wallet, just in case I happen to pick up a guitar somewhere and want to play, I always have a guitar pick with me. But uh, yeah, that was that was an experience getting that off. Um, Mark's not sure he's going to go with the Mophie case for the Seven Plus because the battery life is just incredible on those. Apparently, I've been happy right. with the battery life in my Seven. Of course, I think the battery in my Five S oh. was dying two years ago. Oh, the so. Seven should be because yeah, you should have plenty of battery life in there. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I had considered looking at the Pixel. I, I talked to the local Verizon store about it. They have sold exactly one so far. <laughs> here. Uh, I like the features. I, I think uh, fit and finish, they get a little bit to do yet there. Yeah. And, uh, and I had looked at uh, Android, but when it comes down to it, uh, I work in an Apple house. Mm-hmm. And, and that's... You got to you know, have it. If you're working in have it. Yeah. yeah. And quite frankly, I'm really happy with iOS. You know, right. I haven't screwed it up so badly that I can't use it yet. So, yeah. right. Yep. So, um, oh, and, you know, you you mentioned the Pixel phone. I actually, um, you know, with as far as Android's concerned, I, right now the only one I would even consider is the Samsung phones because um, I I looked at the. Pixels and and I'll tell you the number one thing that turns me off that other people love is mm-hmm. the uh, fingerprint sensor on the back of the phone. Yeah, because uh, I I a lot of times have the phone sitting down and I can sit there and unlock it by you know just putting a finger on it on the button and bring it up. If I'm in the car, I got my holder, and if I want to activate it, all I have to do is reach down and put my thumb there. And it activates. Uh, if it was on the back, I'd be 
struggling to do a side swipe and then punch in a, a code or something to unlock right. my mm. phone. So that's, uh, you know, otherwise, I and I think the Pixel um, price-wise was too expensive. It's getting there. It's basically an iPhone clone, but mm-hmm. they left out the waterproofing and everything with it for for and but but made it this almost the same, if not the same price as an iPhone, which is now waterproof. Actually, and the funny thing is, I was researching that as well to to, to, to jump on your bandwagon. Yeah. You know, the SE, the six SE, is waterproof. Did they waterproof that one too? Yeah, I watched ah. a slew. Cool. Uh, 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 videos on where they're taking it. I'm like, wait a minute, it still has the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. Yeah. And the, if you, that's the only spot that's not waterproof is that jack. If you actually had the really? rubber plug which they sell yeah. and you push it in there, they're submerging that phone and it doesn't yeah. kill it. My phone yeah. has that jack. And if you, I've never tried it and probably will never try it. It's <laughs> yeah. But in one of their new commercials they're they're finally putting commercials back on for the galaxy s7 um um they have kids running around doing wild and crazy things with their s7s and i'm like okay what do these kids do uh, parents do that they all have galaxy s7s um and uh, one of the things is they're swimming in the swimming pool and they're going down taking videos underwater with their galaxy s7s <laughs> yeah so it's yeah i mean waterproof's here to stay so all the phones will be getting it done soon. It's it's basically they're just coding, I guess mm-hmm. the you know the, the insides and stuff. So oh, I meant I forgot to put this. I did. I totally left left my mind when I when I got these phones. Remember that I could get a free memory card, and yep. I thought it was going to take forever to get these memory cards. Uh, they came. They they I've had it in there for about two weeks now, and. Uh, so uh, both uh, Emery's phone and my phone have uh, 256 gig memory cards in them now. Nice. So um, and with the the version of Android that I have now, they are, I guess it has more to do with Samsung more than Android. No, I don't know. I forget. Whether well, is it Samsung or it's Android that did this? Anyway, you can move. Um, there's many apps out there now that you can move right to the the uh, external card mm-hmm. and it'll run off from the external card and save its data on the external card. There's still a bunch of apps that only work on the internal card and I got mm-hmm. 32 gigs there on the internal card, but almost all the apps that I've been using, I, I slid them over to the 256 gig card. And uh, so everything's working there. Now you don't want to be popping it out, but because then you lose all your apps. <laughs> right, yeah. But uh, I, I don't care. You know, I'm not. It's 256 gigs. I'm never going to fill that thing up, and it's just going to mm-hmm. stay in the phone, you know? <laughs> right, so, right. But uh, so that was, um, yeah, that came. Um, and I wanted to talk about Verizon Message Plus app, which came on the phone, and it was originally... Uh, defaulted to that because it's Verizon, and then I took it off. And I said, "Nah, I want Gallic. I, I want the the Google messaging." So I was doing that for a while, and then I, when I had time, I went and took a look at the Messaging Plus thing, and I'm like, you know, I like this a lot better. And I found out it's not just Android too. You can get it for the iPhone if you're on Verizon with the iPhone. They have the Messaging Plus app, but 
you can set it up so that you can also put it on your laptop and your uh, your your all, all the different types of devices. You can put messaging Verizon Messaging Plus on it, so it kind of works just like um, Apple uh, messaging. Um, I can I've got a little app down on the bottom of my thing, so I can uh, receive uh, which uh, all my text messages. I'm not sure whether I can make phone call. I haven't. I have to go check whether I can make phone calls from my computer, but mm-hmm. I definitely can from my iPad. I load. I loaded it on the iPad, and I I can make phone calls from from the iPad through Message Plus, which is pretty cool that, too. That is cool. So let me bring it up here. Uh, no, I don't. So oh, they got a mic. No, they don't have the phone on here. On the iPad, they actually have the phone icon so i guess you can't do it from uh from uh, um at least my macbook pro (laughs) i can't do it from but yeah so that uh, i was pleasantly surprised with that and other thing with verizon now i'm paying for this now but a neat feature was the um um the voicemail um, they had the standard voicemail that you can get for free, but if you pay a little more, they have a voicemail service where they actually, you know, convert your, the voicemail to text so you can read it. Mm-hmm. And um, I, they had a, uh, uh, you could try it out for a month for free. And uh, so I said, yeah, what the hell, let's do that. I got to tell you, unlike, we have the same thing at work, and we laugh. Because we sit there and try to read and make sense of what <laughs> what exactly the, the message says. Because they get it so awfully wrong. Uh, right. The Verizon one? Dead on every time. I mean, it is... I haven't seen one screw up yet on there. So, you know, if I get voicemail, I have the option of just picking it up and reading what the person said, or I can press the button and play it back. So, uh-huh. um, and that's a Verizon app. So I got to say, Hey, kudos for that Verizon. That's, that's a, well, it's a service too. It's in, in their app and, and service. Um, another neat app I found, and I, this is a Google app, but they call it Android auto. And I'm not sure whether it's available for iOS or not, but in this case, it's a app that runs, and a lot of your apps and and things like that. Um, what it does is it has another GUI for the car, which makes the buttons bigger and a simpler GUI and things for while you're driving. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to control your music, you can, you know, there's a big button so you can just glance down and tap it. Um, voice commands. Um, it's made to tie into your Bluetooth if you have a new car with Bluetooth and it allows you to control things and it'll even pop, pop up on your, uh, car's display. I don't have all that with my 13 year old or 11 year old car. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, um, um, but but it does work on the phone, and of course you guys know where I put my phone. I've got a thing there, and it's it's very nice. I've been using it a lot lately, and one of the cool features on setting that up is um, it'll connect to your Bluetooth device, and it recognizes it for your car, and you can say, okay, anytime it connects up to this Bluetooth device, kick that on. 
So I'll yeah. get in the car, put it in its little holster, and I'll you know it'll be the regular phone. And as soon as I turn the car on and it connects to Bluetooth, it pops up the uh, car mode. And right. for me, Cast Blaster's up at the top, and it gives me a, uh, a Google Maps GUI right controls right underneath that. It gives me the weather. Um, now, right now, they just use Google Maps, but supposedly Waze is coming, so um, they'll have that as a feature too. And all the audio stuff, almost every app that you run has a a version you can you can select it, or if you you know you bring it up. Um, it, it's, it's just a neat, it, it, it's a neat app for yeah. when you're driving. So, right. um, Android audio app by Google. So and I cool. talked about outlook already. So I'm, uh, I think I'm done. We're back to Michael. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, talking about that Mac, uh, MacBook 2009 that I had, that, uh, is still Chris's favorite MacBook. I had upgraded that to a one terabyte um, uh, hybrid drive, so uh, SSD plus uh, spinning drive. She maxed it out this week because uh, we talked about cameras and photography between her iPhone and her DSLR. She takes a lot of photos. So um, she's starting to trim out uh, stuff that she thinks she can get rid of. But I guess it's time for me to start looking at an ass. So hmm. um, she needs more storage than a terabyte in a MacBook, which comes right back to what you were talking about. And people are going to run you know, 500 gigs, not enough anymore. No, it's not, especially especially if you're in the artwork where you're doing video, photography, audio. It's just not enough. Yeah, you because know, you want it in the raw mode when you're working with right. it. And that's you know, her DSLR. That is all raw. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's the way you want to do it. Yeah. So you're gonna buy a NAS, or are you gonna build a free NAS? <sighs> yeah, in my spare time. <laughs> um, you're gonna buy a NAS. I, yeah, I'm gonna have to yeah. figure something out. Yeah, I probably want to. They're buy not that expensive stuff. now. They really aren't when you when you look at them, and and they're just a little square box, and you know you put in a corner somewhere and connect it up to the network, and you. There you go. Bob's yep. your uncle. Yep. <laughs> so, wow, well, that's cool. a, it's, it's time. It's just a good you know use case. Uh, into photography, into a lot of things, you're going to max out that drive pretty quick. Yeah. Yep. I'm having problems with trying to find storage. I, 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 I love those little Western digital uh, ones that I have. The po- pocket, what the hell are they called? Uh I got a two terabyte one that I use all the time. I got it set up and I'm thinking about getting another one because unfortunately my MacBook Pro is having issues both whether I try to use a um, time machine or my other program. Uh, for some reason, um, it likes to dismount my backup area on my NAS. And I'm not sure why it happens, but uh, a lot of times I come home, open the thing up, and my backup failed because the NAS disappeared off of it. And I don't think it's anything the NAS is doing. And I have it set up so that even if it's in sleep mode, it's supposed to keep that one connected. 
But uh, something ain't working there, and I have to investigate that some more. But I'm almost tempted now just to get another uh, 2 gig or 2 terabyte uh, external drive and start using that for backup on, on my laptop. So, all right. Are we done with Geek Corner? Uh, I am. I think so. All right, then it must be time for Bottom Gear. Welcome to another late night QRM edition of Bottom Gear. I'm one of your hosts, Joel, and we actually have quite a few stories uh, to fill you folks in uh, who are following the trials and tribulations of our machines. That's Very been a while. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> okay, I guess I'm first, and uh, I gotta say that uh, I was getting gas the other day. And first of all, my my uh, my fuel door to uh, has been uh, acting a little rough. Lately. On what vehicle? On oh oh, on the Prius. It's been acting a little rough. Well, I got gas, and this happened a couple of weeks ago. I got gas, and uh, as I was, I was completing the transaction and then closing the door, I heard of a, you know, it was doing a little crunch thing, and then all of a sudden it freed up a little bit, and the door closed, but I heard something drop and uh, as the door closed. And I looked down, and... There was the door spring. Oh. Well, um, yeah. But the problem with the, thank God I filled my car up because mm-hmm. at that moment, I, you know, it's hard to go reach into the front of the car to pull the lever up and then reach around and try to push the door open, mm-hmm. you know, because there's no spring to pop it open now. Yeah. So I said, oh, God, what's this going to cost me? So I went home, <laughs> did a little research. Ah, oh, there's a part. It's only six bucks. Yep. Okay. So I said, okay. And there were about six YouTube videos to t- show you how to do it. And, uh, of course, the, the this was kind of fun. The first uh, thing it tells you is, of course... You got this problem where the door is closed. How do you get it open again? And the guy says, well, there's a special tool to do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, uh, the camera switches to a rubber ducky, a little rubber ducky. Because <laughs> you take the special tool, you lift the lever up, you know, the release lever up yeah. in the front of the car, stick the rubber ducky underneath it, and then go and push on the back of the door. And it opens up. Love it. <laughs> so, uh, um, needless to say, um, I did get it open. I got the the new spring in with no problems except for when it was trying to clamp around 
Uh, part of it clamps around the, the little rod, I want to say. It's like a, mm-hmm. almost looks like a bolt, but it's really a, a metal rod that goes through the hinges. And then I noticed that, hmm, it's broken at the top. Oh, uh, damn. Well, it's all right. <laughs> Here's the thing. I I kind of got the door in so that the the um the top of it is in its place. I I I think that's I would have to totally put a new door in if I want to fix that. But right now the spring is popping it open and I just gently close the door and make sure that the top part is <laughs> where it's supposed to be so it doesn't get stuck. But right. uh eh, it's an 11-year-old car. What do you want? You know. <laughs> <laughs> but it it worked it was very f- difficult to find that spring because uh again when you have an 11 year old toyota there's not a yep. lot of them in stock and i ended up going down to the dealership and they had it there for six bucks well, at I the parts department so yeah i went down ran down after work picked it up and all's well again with as I heard somebody else recently refer to it, the Prius. Yeah, yes, we'll you talk did. about that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I can see here. As we all said in a couple of shows, well, winter was coming, but winter's here, and it's time for Goldfinger. Is a stud once again. Yes, the studded snows are back on Goldfinger, and I think just in the nick of time. Well, actually, they were on a week, two weeks ago. But so you put <laughs> you put them all back in. Oh no no no! That was <laughs> Daisy. Oh, that was Daisy. That's right. That's right. No, Goldfinger. <laughs> they were the same, and I just had to have uh, Doctor Kenny. Mount them on the rims, balance them, and pop them on. So we're ready. And, you know, you really, really, really realize the rugged dif- difference with studded snows versus your uh, wonderful, smooth, all-season radials when you're... <laughs> but you know what? That, that traction in the snow is worth every bit of that little extra vibration and noise. So, yeah, we got that done. And uh, <coughs> I also see. picked up... I picked up another a spare set of rims and oh, cool. sneakers for Rambo. Oh, oh. To put wait, a minute, wait a minute. What are you? The worst nightmare. So yeah, uh, that, getting tires for all the cars. That's that's cars in the truck. You know, yeah. that's that was the big push to get ready for winter. Okay, I gotta say that the uh, the beloved uh, uh, Pri or Prius. <laughs> okay, we won't do that all day. Uh, <laughs> uh, also had a, a footwear exchange ah. and uh, I uh, took it to Town Fair Tires and Keen. Uh, mm-hmm. had an appointment but man it was busy and I couldn't figure out why I said this is a Friday why is it so busy and then I realized oh yeah it's Veterans Day uh, everybody yes. had off <laughs> and everybody uh-huh. had the same idea I guess 
but uh, put the snows on. Yeah, so I told him, I said, okay, take the, I call them summer tires. They're all season tires, but I call mm-hmm. them summer tires. I said, right. yeah, I think they're about shot. Uh, when I got the car inspected last May, they said, yeah, yeah, you're about done with these tires. And the guy looks at them and he goes, yeah, they're done. I said, well, don't give them back to me. I said, you know, <laughs> in the spring when it comes time to put the summer tires on, we'll, we'll yep. buy four new ones. So... So I don't have to store them this year. <laughs> there you go. So, but uh, yes, I am winterized also. So, nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Michael, I see. Uh, oh my God! I would, when I first heard about this, I actually a, a tear <laughs> fell from my from my eye when I when you sent this uh, that message out. Why don't you tell us what what I'm talking about? Well, this goes back a couple of weeks now, but. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Chris is, of course, driving the family truckster, and Mark's been going back and forth to school in David's Jeep. What? So on the what? David's Jeep. Randy. Yep, yep. <laughs> but on days that uh, Mark's going to school, where he needs to drive, he's taking David's Jeep. So I've been cautiously driving the black Jeep, as uh, we know the ongoing tale of the various engine noises and <laughs> cylinder firings and such. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I was coming back from Copper Harbor, and all of a sudden the Jeep made a different noise. Uh-uh. Very loud noise. Uh-uh. And by the time I got a chance to really think about what it might have been, that noise had gone away. But what was left was what I call the sound of a thousand broken Singer sewing machines. (laughs) And they're all in the top half of the engine. It was still running. But boy, is it loud now. Mm. You can hear something just clanking away inside. It's on the top half of the engine. So... uh, I've parked it. Uh, uh-huh. It's it's time. It's time for an engine. I talked to my my friendly mechanic. He said, "Yeah, we're going to start looking for a used one for you." But so I had other uh, other priorities I had to deal with initially. Uh-huh. This week, um, I talked earlier. I needed to move the Honda generator, and I needed a trailer to move it from where it was. And I also needed to move that power wheelbarrow with the tracks that you guys saw the picture of back to its home. So. Uh, haven't talked about it up until now, and by the time this episode comes out, it won't matter. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife's out of town; she's down in Illinois with the family truckster. So, uh, and David is out of college as of today for Thanksgiving. So the three of us are sharing one vehicle because uh, the black Jeep. I did take it out the other night to move the generator and to bring that wheelbarrow back because it has a hitch on it. But I do think it was burning more antifreeze than gas. <laughs> Smelled really nice, but uh, yeah, um, I definitely need to keep the excursions uh, down to a bare minimum. I'm hoping that I can save enough engine to drive it down to the shop carefully uh, uh-huh. without having to tow it. 
but yep, black sheep, black sheep, uh, black jeep down, black jeep down. It's uh, the just didn't quite make three hundred thousand, just a shy uh, bit before it, but it's time. Well, now you can think about putting a diesel in it. <laughs> when, he, when the time comes around, putting that three liter Cummins diesel, turbo diesel under the hood. We'll see what the funds are. Yeah. Uh, the shop that I do all my work with, uh, a low mileage uh, four liter engine to drop in there, uh, guaranteed. So if something goes wrong, they'll pull it out and put another one in. Uh-huh. Comes out to about $2,500 uh, labor included. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. That's a bargain. Yeah, it's, that's a good price, and I know the guy's doing the work, and the rest of the Jeep's in pretty good shape, so you're not going to buy a good used vehicle for that. Right. No, not by, not by a country mile. So, especially not, a, not another Wrangler. No. So that's the plan, but that's going to have to wait a little further down the road here. we got other things going on. Oh, yeah. So. Well, now the holidays and Christmas and everything else. Oy, oy, oy. Yep. But, uh, well, it's, you know... Let us know how it plays out. That's for sure. That's you know I'm, I I fell in love with that Jeep the first time I laid, laid eyes on it. Oh, it'll get rebuilt. I mean, there's <laughs> as as I said, there's nothing you can't replace on a Jeep other than the VIN number, and yeah, you can probably do that too. So <laughs> yeah, it it'll get rebuilt. Although uh, Mark has really, he actually asked David if he could have his Jeep. <laughs> really. Yeah, he's 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 become a believer in it, and like, <laughs> no, nope, Mark, we're gonna have to, you're going to find your own. We'll get you another one, but that's David's Jeep. <laughs> hey, if you're not using this anymore, can I have it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never had the chance to use it yet. <laughs> I was going to say he hasn't. Mark's probably driven it more than David. <laughs> oh, he has definitely. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh. Uh, on a happy, happy, very, very happy note. You're going to kill the entertainment this week's, uh, or last month's first story, but uh, go ahead. It can go in either place. Okay. <laughs> well, I've been saying it for like a year and a month now. That- but, yeah, it's a, it's a TV show. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm giving you a hard time. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> you know what? No, I'll, I'll let's take that out and save it for entertainment last month because that would also lead to uh, something that's not in here, which is changing the name of this segment. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, after the uh, said thing, there um, we have to find out what the theme's going to be because I don't know whether what we heard is their new theme or whether that was some grand production uh because of the opening that they did yeah the premiere opening yeah, of the so of, so so of, of the this, said the thing. thing that we'll talk about down in entertainment last month yeah, <laughs> so then in that case michael can you tell us about your thing <laughs> okay. yeah michael tell us about your thing <laughs> yeah the yeah thing on the thing the thing on the thing, and we're not talking about a an, an old, uh, unique Volkswagen either. Um, <laughs> now, um, again, a couple of things all finally conspired together. Um, the famous winter is coming. Um, my friend Fred. Remember Fred? Fred! Yeah. Friend Fred uh, coming up with uh, not only a way to repair a hydraulic pump, but... Uh, 
coming out with his torch and heating up uh, the bolts I had to cut off at the uh, manifolds and got those out, mm. preserving the uh, threaded uh, well, preserving the threads so that right. I can actually screw new bolts in. Michael? Yes? What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> I was getting there. I was getting there. And by the way, I think we need to find a... Since this thing has been brought back to life, we're going to have to co- come up with its own theme. Yes, it needs a theme. We'll have yeah. to work on that. But yes, the tractor, which has been down, and I'm not talking depressed. Well, maybe it is depressed. It was, it was but... Uh, um, Emotionally distraught. It's, it's It's been in pieces for two years, and it's been out of service for longer than that. I'm trying to remember when that broke. Um, oh, it's God. been a while. What was the robot's it, name on uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Marvin. Marvin. Marvin, uh, yes. <laughs> Marvin oh, the Bowens. Uh, yeah. But anyhow, between that okay. and... Uh, November giving us a break in weather and the events again of the last, when something really upsets me, when something really is on heavily on my mind, sometimes it makes me incredibly productive because I just keep busy to just kind of deal with things as I'm keeping busy. Mm -hmm. There's a good 40 hours of work plus putting this tractor back together again, much less the fact that I can't believe I remembered how to put everything back together again. <laughs> uh, there's, 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 uh, there's some things I'm going to go back and it's like, yeah, that wiring harness could be routed better going this way. And that hydraulic hose really should be routed underneath this instead of there. Yeah. Uh, any any but, leftover parts? Well, I'm not done putting it back together. Oh, okay. Yes. So, yes, yeah, technically there are leftover parts because I'm not done yet. Like, I haven't put the front drive shaft <laughs> okay, back Okay, well, yet. you know, I'm done, and there's, like, a pile of leftover parts. No, 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 I know. Where the hell does this bolt go? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, after, uh, after two years apart in my garage and out of service longer than that, uh, for those that have followed on FaceTube, uh, the tractor is back together, running uh, both uh, the engines running. Excuse me, engines running like a top. Front end loaders on and functioning. And uh, as of was that Thursday? Yeah, mm-hmm. Thursday. Yeah. I put the blower on, and uh, she is fully functional again. Well, other than the front drive shaft, but I'll do that I, sometime tomorrow. I gotta admit, in in your first video when you started it up for the first time, and you went. Whoo! I love that. <laughs> yeah. Without the muffler. Without uh, yeah, it's uh it's 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 been good. It's been therapeutic as I as I uh, mentioned it's kind of like my uh, yeah. garage therapy right now. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of refreshing to know I still know how to do this crap. Um this is yes. a pretty complicated piece of machinery. There there's uh uh hard fitted hydraulic lines going Everywhere on this thing because it's four-wheel drive hydrostatic tractor, right? Uh, with two hydraulic pumps. And Just so it's interesting. Yeah, it's definitely interesting, and I, I'm shocked that I remember exactly where all of the wiring harness connections went. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's she's purring like a kitten. I I loved seeing that video of those blades spinning like crazy. I'm yeah. like, geez, you got to be able to launch those seventy feet away. So, yep, I'll be able to, uh, 
it's going to take a fair amount of snow before I actually break it out in blower mode because uh, you like to have things packed down, especially after dumping 26 yards of gravel in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> like giving it lots of ammunition to fire out the chute. <laughs> we'll paint that down pretty good. <laughs> Get a nice hard pack on there first. But come spring, I'll have the front end loader to add the next layer ah. of gravel on the driveway. So yes. this... Uh, Really cool here. I'm happy. Yeah. That's nice. that's that's awesome. Absolutely. And speaking of the machines that make our lives easier, Barry, something you fill us in. Well, this is just a small thing, but the, uh, the JD. has once again made the total conversion into the winter beast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yesterday, I took the deck off, and I remembered all the shortcut tricks, so it Mm -hmm. came off with ease, and uh, then the the snowblower uh, got rolled over on the little uh, furniture thingies dollies dollies that i use i keep it all keep it on that so i can move it around rolled it up snapped it in remembered to lift the hood to get to that really annoying uh fastener uh, yeah which you know for two years i i struggled and struggled and it took me like a half hour just to get this thing off and back on again and then when i realized i lifted the hood it was right there right there Uh, yeah, but and, you know, it's it's a learning curve. And it, now the the hardest part about this whole thing now is putting the chains on the back tires. And mm-hmm. you know, thanks to Barty, it made it easier because you know using mm-hmm. the little hydraulic lift to lift it up and get the tires removing. But the hard part, what makes it hard, is the the knobs on my tires. Yeah, are so big that you know when you're trying to make that adjustment you know I, I i kind of feed the top of the chain onto the tire and then slowly rotate it around and try to connect it but i still gotta sit there and play with the the chains going across because they get stuck on the knobs and you know yep. you get it down to the point where it's like ah it just won't fit you know and say <laughs> You know, you're yeah. trying to close that latch, and yep. uh, um, so that's that's really the hardest part now is putting those damn chains on. <laughs> and one of these days, I'm going to figure out a, a way to do that with with the knobby tires. But uh, oh. and then question. so that that what's that? Say question. Yes. Are, are your tires full of air or fluid? They're full of air, and I was thinking about that. That's how I do it. Okay, I, you know, you deflate them a little bit, then you get the chains on more or less, yeah, tight, but not super tight, and then you just fill the tire back up, and then it tightens everything up. You know, that did you know? As I was struggling with that here, I was thinking, oh, it's just not fitting. You know, I should just deflate this tire a little bit so I can snap it on, and then I can blow it back. I, I actually had that thought yesterday. <laughs> That's how I do it. Okay. All right. You know what? Next winter, that's the way I'm going to do it. So, because, uh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Because then even if it's uh, 
a bit loose, you can easily get it there. Because I can sort it out pretty well, get it spread out enough. And then clip it on so it's easy to clip on. And then just blow that tire back up to full pressure. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. So so that happened yesterday. Today, the cab, the, the cab went on. And very little trouble with that. So... Um, so it's ready. It's ready to go for the first big snowstorm, which hopefully won't show up until March. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've both tonight. done our part to ward them off now. Yeah. <laughs> now all I have to do is get my desk out of the uh, freaking basement and up into my office here so that uh, I can actually uh, put the cars and the because right now with the cab on the the tractor has to go on my side and I usually park it in front of the Prius um, mm-hmm. when when there's no threat of snow and then I pull right. the Prius in behind it but uh, I've got this big desk also on furniture dollies that I have to get upstairs so um, that's going to happen in the, hopefully in the next uh, maybe next weekend or maybe over the holidays that's right. You want help with it tomorrow? Uh, you no, I'm not going to ask you to help me. <laughs> no, I got it. I I got a Herculoid, uh, seventeen and a half year old here, yeah. and you only live twenty minutes away. Hmm. I could I could use young strapping. Uh huh. Strong as an oxy is. Because it won't take much. I was thinking about just even flipping it on its. Uh, you know, the top of the desk and sliding it up the stairs, but mm-hmm. there's uh, some manipulation that has to happen because of the narrowness of the uh, the stairway and right. flipping it around. It's going to actually have to come in upright and sideways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, upright, sideways, <laughs> and then turn it. Yeah, and, yep. and and I took the feet off of it. Uh, oh, that's so, helpful. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I may take you up on that because that's exactly what I'm looking at. Anne Marie was going to try to help me. I said, "Yeah, I'm going to get it halfway up the stairs, and you're going to give out." And now mm-hmm. I got a uh, a <laughs> desk halfway up the stairs. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, hmm. Okay, I'll talk to you. <laughs> sure. After the show, because uh, it won't take long. You know. No. Five minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes. It's off. it's just it takes it requires two people and some manipulation. Right, two person thing. Yeah. So oh that would be that would be excellent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got there with the JD. All righty then. Uh, cool. the, our, our 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 I guess uh, final topic here uh, is with uh, by Michael. Can you fill us in? So, yeah, yeah, the title here is uh, Chris has gone topless. Oh, wait, here's where Whoa. she reaches across and hits me when she hears Whoa. this. No, no, the Dude, truck. Her wait a minute. You didn't truck, have pictures. The truckster. We want pictures. Oh. <laughs> the truck has gone topless. <laughs> bouncing back and forth there so yeah as i just mentioned a little bit earlier in this episode uh she's on the road this week mm-hmm. and uh, actually she's going to be on the road coming back either monday or tuesday night and then we head back down to just where she is now 
uh, Wednesday night for Thanksgiving. She's oh, and that's where the truck breaks down, right? Because it's a uh, well, uh, I, I, I tried to get that out of the way now. <laughs> um, I, uh, the taillight assemblies are notoriously, notoriously, they're notorious for going bad in Dodge Rams. Mm-hmm. So I uh, found completely two new, two new taillight lenses with two new PC board assemblies and all new bulbs. Uh, replaced those, so that's all new on the back. Uh, replaced the uh, the bulbs and headlights and such in the front. And uh, as you remember, probably uh, the cap on the bed has been held on in place by uh, ratchet straps yes. that are replaced every quarter mm-hmm. <laughs> as a preventative measure. And uh, well, the last thing to do before she left this week, uh, she was taking care of some stuff down at the township, and I said, yeah, "I'll change the straps out on the on the cap, so you don't have to worry about it going down the road." Well, I was inside, and you know, the first thing I have to do is undo all the clamps for the mm-hmm. uh, normally holds the cap down, and yeah. now they're just kind of there to hold the bar down across the ratchet straps. Uh-huh. And I released the last clamp and released the tension on the ratchet strap. The cap literally just fell apart. <laughs> Coming down on my back. Oh! So the metal frame holding this cap up for this is a full size eight yeah. foot, you know, four by eight bed. Yeah. Um, is now on my back, and I realize that if I just, you know, slink down into the bed and take the pressure off my back, this thing's going to collapse along the outside of the truck. Right. Uh-huh. And it's just going to do a number on the on just the gouge, outside of the bed. Gouge up all the bed. So instead, I stood up. Mm-hmm. As best I could, crouched, of course, mm-hmm. carrying the entire cap on my back and started moving back towards the tailgate. Oh, Until I got to the point where I was confident that I could get the back end of the cap on the ground and flip it off the truck. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what I did. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ibuprofen is my friend. <laughs> my, Ibuprofen is my friend. Um, so I flipped it off the truck, uh, got around behind grabbed one corner of the uh, the topper and dragged it off to the side and then uh-huh. brought the truck back to my wife, who at that point was now at the one-room schoolhouse, and she was taking care of some business there. And I said, well, here you go, honey. I, I fixed the cap problem. <laughs> <laughs> Disintegrated. Uh, yeah, well, we knew this day was coming. Yeah, right. Uh, Craig, that, explains, got- that explains why I saw a cap when you took a picture of the Mighty Bolins. And I'm like, I oh. looked off to the back right-hand side of the picture, and I'm like, yes. that's the cap upside down. <laughs> yep, yep. And then uh, mm. later that night after I got done moving the power wheelbarrow and the generator and getting that in place, I went out there uh, at night with the LED headlamp on mm. and um, took all the screws out of all the windows so I could take mm. those assemblies out because they actually probably weigh more than the cap. Right. Uh, took all the all the windows out, stacked them in back, including the slider. Uh, actually, a good chance that that front slider, somebody's going to be looking for one. Yeah. And um, also managed to disassemble the rear window, which is the number one thing that gets broken on those things. It gets blown out, yeah. Yeah. So that's all stacked in back of the, the garage. And then I was able to literally just take one hand, uh, put it in the hole where the window used to be, uh-huh. and pull that rest of the cap around the back of the, the garage. Uh-huh. Of which uh, it will be dispatched by a um, um, re- reciprocal saw sometime yes. in the next couple of days so that it, it fits in little tiny pieces that we can haul down to the uh, transfer station. Nice. 
But uh, yes, the truck has uh, new tires on it, uh, including the one that replaced the one that got blown when it was uh, brand new. Brand new, yes. I, I, uh, I've come to an agreement with the uh, towing company over that. And basically, I just said, you know, that tire costs more than a tow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I said, but I have a couple of vehicles here uh, approaching 300,000 miles, and the chances of me needing a tow again sometime in the next year are pretty high. Right. So how about you just put me down for a free tow, and then you don't have to have any cash. Because he was actually going to offer to pay for part of the tire. Right. And I said, you know. You pay for part of the tire, but how about you just give me a courtesy tow when I need it, and we'll call it even. And he was actually pretty happy with that because you know, yeah, it's the value of it's worth more, but mm-hmm. it's no cash out of his pocket. Right. So came to that agreement. Hopefully, um, the truck doesn't follow its normal Thanksgiving <laughs> tradition. But I, I think we've done enough preventive maintenance here to make it happy. We'll we'll, we'll find out on the next episode of Late Night QRM. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it up for uh, bottom gear. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. Oh. That I didn't now. Okay. So that must mean it's time for the last segment, Entertainment Last Month. <laughs> Welcome to Entertainment Last Month, where we talk about stuff that's new to us, but it's been out for months and it's old to you, but we like to talk about it anyway. And I'm going to let Joel take the first one, because he tried to do it in bottom gear, and I wouldn't let him. So, Joel, tell us the great news. The great news is The Grand Tour aired Friday. Uh now, what do you say is the Grand Tour? I'll be more than happy to tell you. The former uh, hosts of the television, or the, 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 the I guess the, the former show, the the top uh, uh, Top Gear, uh, as we all know from the story, left BBC and left Top Gear and got a contract with Amazon, and their uh, their 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 premiere show, the Grand Tour, aired Friday. And it was everything we could all have hoped for and more. It was great. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. And they're just going to get better from here. Yeah. And they got a three-year contract. Yeah. yeah. So the nice thing is, is the Grand Tour, they air every Friday, uh, those 12 episodes per season. And uh, the the boys are back. And it was fantastic to see. It was. It, it really was, was. I loved how they handled it in the beginning when they were talking about introducing <laughs> each other. He was fired from this. He was fired, he was from, fired from that. <laughs> he was fired from this radio. So he was fired. And it's, they, they did it in such a way where it's just to say, you know, um, boy, did you guys, you know, BBC, did you ever make a mistake? Because not only has the uh, Amazon's subscriptions my wife was telling me uh they got over i want to say jesus i want to say it was two million new subscribers really to amazon prime wow or to amazon which is what 140 bucks a month 
uh, year. Yeah, it's less than that. It's ninety ninety nine right now. I just got it on sale this week. Oh yeah. well, there you go. But they uh, well, they still got two million more people signed up. Yep. which includes Amazon Video, mm-hmm. and um, which was you know phenomenal. The the budget it's just it's shot in Top Gear fashion. Yeah, except in four K with a Hollywood budget. And so they can, and it's on the internet, so they can say whatever the hell they please. And they did. (laughs) Don't have to worry about getting uh, reprimanded or fired for it. Um, it It's fantastic to see it. It was an excellent episode. And and, uh, if you haven't had a chance, even if you don't like shows about cars, you don't have to like cars. This is more. To find this show funny. No, this is more than just cars. Yeah. (laughs) It was fantastic. I thought the opening was fantastic. And like I said, it was a special opening. And so I don't know whether that's going to be their theme or maybe it's their theme, but it's going to be cut down a little bit. Plus, you know, I'm going to have to find the theme somewhere, even if I uh, get it off uh, the video itself. (laughs) Um yeah, it was I I it was so good to see those guys back and the usual banter between them. And it, even in the very beginning, you notice he was actually leaving I believe it was supposed to be the BBC. <coughs> yep. And the guard was out there and he hands him his card, his employee ID badge <laughs> with the lanyard. <laughs> I thought that was door. great. There you go. It was it was it was very good. Um and I am so glad they're back. But so we may have to rename uh, that segment, our last segment. Segments. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to come up with a name now. The Grand Tour. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Top Gear, Bottom Gear. We'll think of something. Yeah, we'll think of something. We'll we'll, we'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. All right. So. Um, with that, we'll go to Michael. Yeah, well, <clears throat> now it's my turn to be uh, anticlimactic after, you know, such a, such a big wait for Grand Tour. Uh, <laughs> but, no, my pick this week, uh, this episode is, uh, again, another Netflix pick. That was that was one interesting comment I was going to bring up, and I'll, I'll probably talk about this more in depth in the uh, podcast that shall not be named. But, uh, you know, as I was kicking up the activity level to 11 the last uh, week and a half my boss noticed all the activity on uh, on facetube and we were catching up on on project summaries and he's like well i suppose you're gonna be out in the garage again at lunchtime putting more stuff together and I said yep and he's like you're doing this you're doing that he stops for a second he goes you don't watch much tv do you <laughs> No, no, I don't. I said, actually, I watch Netflix, but uh, no, I I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I don't watch much TV. So, um, but this was one I watched. Um, It's called Space Race. It's the only title, Space Race. It's uh, three episodes, I believe. And uh, it talks about uh, how Werner von Braun became uh, the chief rocket scientist of the U.S., and also uh, the Russian counterpart uh, and the story behind that. Uh, it's, it's, I believe it's another BBC uh, production, but it was done very, very well. So I highly recommend it. If you're into that type of geeky stuff, <laughs> yeah. 
Very good. Okay. Well, while we were away not podcasting, uh, a new show on BBC America started. Um, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, which is based yeah. on the Douglas Adams books. Um, who, you know, if you don't know who Douglas Adams is, he's the one that wrote the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series, or trilogy, which ended up five books. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, but I gotta say that I love this show. It is weird. <laughs> it's, it's goofy. It's yep. got a kind of a Sherlocky thing in there, but uh, with yep. the wit, but it, kind of has a doctor who element in it you know with the mm-hmm. weird stuff that are, is going on and yet somehow you know uh, like the <laughs> the title says somehow they've got all this bizarre stuff going on and it's slowly tying everything together in a holistic way <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show it it's is wacky and good at the same time and did you notice the uh well uh, you know, the, there's the one character, and I'm horrible with names, but you know, mm-hmm. it's the woman that goes around killing people, and nothing oh, yes. happens yeah, to her. A, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah you yeah, notice I, who her her uh, partner there is? No, I mean, I, I do, I remember, but I don't know. Yeah, Star Wars. No, it's a different actor. I don't think so. Really? I don't know. I'm gonna have to go look. I looked at him. I said, "Isn't he?" Th- and again, I don't know the character name in Star Wars, right? <laughs> but the new Star Wars, I said that's him, isn't it? Mm, I'm, we're gonna, I'm gonna have to look it up. You. I'm gonna have to look it up because right. if not, it's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I love all the characters in it, and uh, it's it's your typical cool BBC sci-fi type. Well, it's not really sci-fi. Well, I don't know well, what you would call it. <laughs> it is. It is kind of because sci-fi. A, yeah, it, it. Yeah, because there's there's that are hmm. uh, who are uh, what do you think? like like invasion of the body snatchers kind. Like they take hmm. over a body. You yeah. Know, the the uh, yeah. So eh, maybe that was making a sci-fi. Hmm. But uh, yeah, it's weird. It's weird, but I love watching it. Because you you know you sit there and it just makes you think and and try to figure out where they're going with this what what are they doing with this and then they just flip it another way you know yeah so um, and uh, I thought it was going to be over in England because it's a BBC thing but so far the whole thing's taking place in the United States I don't know whether that's uh, going to continue like that but uh, you know because the lead actor is obviously British actually there's a couple British people in there but mm-hmm. uh, a lot of American actors that are in this too for for a BBC production so right but uh, and but, uh, sorry go ahead no that that's it I just I highly recommend it comes on Saturday nights on BBC uh, <clears throat> I watch it off the magic antenna I see <laughs> well <laughs> that that actor's name by the way is mofo. Uh, Keho, and he is not the actor that was in the the later Star Wars films. Okay, he sure does look like him, though. Yeah, there are certainly some shots where you you could say, wow, it could be. Yeah, um, and just some of the expressions he has on his face and everything. I'm like, I can't 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it could, um, okay. I guess I'm up next. Yeah. So it, what do I? Uh, so what I in my time here, I like to call my uh, extended chair time. Um, <laughs> I was able to binge watch a show that was uh, uh, originally a, a Showtime show, which was now on Netflix, called Penny Dreadful. And I marathoned them all, and I highly, 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 highly recommend it if you like those kind of supernaturally kind of twist action mm-hmm. type stories. Okay. But uh, yeah, you had mentioned it a while ago. You were starting to watch it, and uh, yep. you know, I, I, I took to note of it, but I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. But you're saying it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix, okay. and it's all three seasons. All right. I'm going to have to try that. Cool. All right. Uh, yeah. Next. I, yep. Uh, next, I, 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 uh, there's the new show that was touted. You saw lots of commercials for it. If you watch regular TV about designated survivor, uh, the, the one where, uh, you know, um, a, uh, cabinet member was, uh, during the state of the union speech was, uh, designated the, designated survivor <laughs> you know basically he goes sits in a special place just in case anything happens um so that they have it's all deals with uh cog which is an ex well it's continuation of government i i know a little bit about that um and uh so that what happens is in the first episode of course he's sitting there and he was uh used to be the uh, a cabinet member in charge of HUD, but he was just asked to basically leave that position, and they were going to give him a, an ambassadorship to Canada, I think, or I don't <laughs> but uh, uh, so in other words, he was getting fired. But then, uh, but then, uh, yeah, that awful thing happened uh somebody blew up the capital during the state of the union and everybody was wiped out that's the gist of the beginning of it and it was moving a little slow and i was thinking yeah i don't know whether i'm gonna like this but uh you know i i kept all the back copies and i went back and started watching and the second one it was getting a little better the third one oh okay well this is taking a pretty good twist and then the fourth one and i'm like okay this is a pretty good show now you know yeah. it just took a little bit of time to get rolling so um i kind of like it it's, it's not on my top 10 list but it's still a good show um and so i kind of recommend it i give it a uh one thumb up <laughs> one thumb yeah, one thumb up go. okay so and then the next one i have here is uh uh Marie and i finally sat down because we missed it in the theater we finally sat down and watched star trek beyond and uh we really liked that movie <laughs> we thought it was it was getting back a little bit more toward the old Star Trek, and there was references to the old Star Trek, and uh, you know it was it was really good. Um, and uh, so, and matter of fact, the first scene, first scene's hilarious. I'm not gonna talk about the scenes if you haven't seen it, but you know, you get down there and and uh, Kirk ends up running, and these 
things are attacking him and stuff like that and they beam him back up on board and uh they're walking down the hallway he goes tore my shirt again <laughs> which was fantastic <laughs> because you know the old star trek kirk was always ripping his shirt you know yep. so there's there's lots of uh little things like that and of course there was a tribute to um uh, Mr. You know, well, they actually in the movie they had the original Spock, Ambassador Spock, uh, die. Right. Uh, so that was kind of weird because you know the current Spock. Uh, well, that's him. <laughs> so, um, so it's it's kind of weird in a different timeline. Um, and the only thing that we had issues with, and so did George Takei. Only because this character in the original film, again, you could say, well, this is a different timeline, but uh, they made um, um, a Sulu gay. And uh, and even George Takei didn't like that um, because he says, Sulu is not gay. <laughs> you know, right. he was not gay. He was a, a ladies man and he was quite upset that they did this and and he really if they were doing it because you know george takei is gay in real life he says i don't appreciate that that is you know don't change a character for for right. real life things so i kind of agree with them um not that it, it was just a subtle scene you know they were, right. went to a, a space what do they call it port. yeah port and uh he met up with his daughter and his companion or husband or i'm not sure they didn't explain the situation but i'm assuming they're they're married but uh um yeah so so that that happened and and i, I you know i don't care except for you changed the main character and you didn't keep to the original plot and i'm all for keeping it kind of to the original stuff if you can how they did a good job for everything else so and um so anyway uh oh and they also did a tribute to um 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 um, um god i can't think of the actor's name eh, shoot i don't know somebody quick google it the one that played um um check off oh because, yes because he uh you know he died kind of a horrible accident um his car let the 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 brake let loose and when it came across the bottom of the driveway and pinned him to a stone wall killed him yes. in real life and uh they're not planning to replace Chekhov. No. by the way they're gonna make him and he was he had a pretty big role in this movie too yeah he did um and uh so they're not gonna replace him i don't know what the hell the storyline's gonna go but they had a dedication to not only Leonard Nimoy, but to, for him too at the end of the movie. So, but all in all, it was a good Star Trek movie. I liked, I liked the new director's uh, cinematography. Um, you know, I liked how they were twirling things in space and showing things from different angles because they were really making it show you that uh, there is no up and down in space. And so there was a lot of swirling going on, and uh, really good. I, I I really liked the movie, um, except that uh, Chek Chekhov was played by Anton Yelchin. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of his name. Mm -hmm. uh, 
But uh, and then there was one other thing in the movie that I said hmm, about why. Can't, so in the end, um, I don't know. And that's not really a spoiler. The bad guy that's on this mm. planet <clears throat> is. Uh, you find out that he was the captain on this starship that went there mm-hmm. um, and uh, crash landed, I guess, or something. But needless to way, say he got stuck there and it was in the middle of a nebula, so they couldn't get to him, or nor did communications come out. Um, but uh, the question I have is uh, there's another character in there and she lives in the old s- starship. That's yes. her home. And she has all this stuff set up so it looks invisible and stuff. Okay? So they can't find her. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main evil character, he was the captain. He doesn't remember where the starship crashed on the planet. You forgot where he parked. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh you should know where that is. And if you look up and suddenly it's gone one day, wouldn't you go, hmm? <laughs> Got where he parked the car. Yeah, I guess he did. He'd been there for a while, I guess. Anyway, so highly recommend it. I like the new Star Trek series. And uh, one final note to wrap up entertainment last month. This is a regional thing. Or if you've ever been to Boston and you ever used to watch WHDH Channel 7, which is currently the NBC affiliate here, mm-hmm. come January 1st, it's not going to be. Um, the company that owns Channel 7 and NBC have had a few flare-ups in the past. Um, and, uh, it came for renewal to, for the, um, the network association or, and, uh, NBC decided not to go with channel seven. And, uh, so what it does, it did is there is a, a small UHF. Of course, this doesn't matter anymore with cable and satellite, but there was a small UHF channel that, uh, NBC via Comcast and everything actually owned. Uh, currently, it's a Spanish um, network, but mm-hmm. it's getting new call letters, and it's going to be the new NBC, and it's going to be owned and operated by NBC. Mm. I think it's Channel 27, and the new call letters, what was it, w- WBSC or something like that. It's going to be the new call letter. So if you're trying to get it on the over the air, it's going to be channel 27. Not quite the power that channel WHDH has, but uh, I think I still can get it on my antenna up here. But um, not sure what the satellite or the cable companies are going to do. I'm sure they're going to flip it around so they're, it's down in the local area. So if you. So if you're you you know Boston and you know you're looking for NBC, it's changing January first. So Pretty interesting. Yeah. So that's it. Anybody got anything else? Um, it's a long show. Nope. We're over three hours. Wow. Right <laughs> back on the right back up on the uh, on yeah. the bike again. So the musical guest tonight, I forgot to go look for one. So. We'll have, name here. <laughs> fine. We'll pull one off of some magic place and stick them in here. So insert name here. 
And uh, so that'll do it for uh, show 234 again. Hmm, I yeah. almost did it twice. Um, and uh, we, as we always like to say to our, our military members out there, both CONUS and OCONUS, thank you for what you do. Thank you for keeping us safe. Uh, thank you for serving your country. And uh, be careful out there, and especially you OCONUS guys out there. We hope you get home and to your families and friends real soon. Until then, we'll keep the home fires burning for you. So, with that, from the Monadnock region in southwest New Hampshire, I'm Barry J. And also from the Monadnock region, this is Joel. And from the old Studio V, getting ready to move to the new Studio V, this is Michael the Virtual Uber. Okay, that's it for 234. 235! Sooner than last time, we promise. <laughs> so, all right, until then, here's insert name of musical guest here. Tonight's musical guest is Tapal with Heart and Soul.
Samson, speak. <laughs> Good boy.